Late Night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Listen, I'm guess, um, just getting the studio ready. It's taking longer than per usual. It's one of those, um, it's one of those nights. Um, don't call him for a bit. Don't call him for a bit. Just give me a few minutes and chat to our first, uh, guest, if you don't mind. Absolute thrill. I, do you know what? I've been. This next guest has been in the back of my mind for quite a while. I think, oh, I should ask him on. Oh, I should ask him on. And I just never got round to it. And um, Jeff Lloyd, the brilliant Jeff Lloyd, emailed me about a month ago saying, you should get this guy on. He'd be great for your show. And I thought, oh, yeah, no, I've been thinking that. And I never followed it up. Never followed it up. And then, and then, and then, and then. He kept popping up. In my timeline on Twitter, I thought, this is it. This is a message. This is the gods. This is somehow is meant to be. And as we, this is the way we communicate with famous people these days. I sent a tweet asking him if he'd come on. He'd, he said yes, and I'm absolutely thrilled. I'm, uh, ladies and gentlemen, it's uh, Mr. Mike McCartney. Good evening, Mike. Mike, excuse me, Mike McGear McCartney. Now, this here. is what I was going to ask you. When, when did the McGear go? I haven't finished stop whistling yet. It's <laughs> <laughs> a good bit of music, that Magic Christian. Uh, uh, not Magic way, Christian, Casino Royale. Way, yes. Ian, did you know, did you ever see the liver birds on the telly? Oh, of course, yes. Doopy 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 yeah. doopy. Do you, do you ever remember this? All those years you watched Liver Birds on the telly, that was my whistle oh, in the programme. There we go. I did not know that. That's there. a pub quiz question, if ever there was one. Please, go up just there. you got world exclusive. <laughs> <laughs> Mike <laughs> McGear McCartney. When did the McGear... I, I always knew you as Mike McGear, you know, Scaffold and yeah, all the other stuff. When did you drop that and go back to McCartney? Oh, well, no, I was always Mike McCartney in my life, you know, because I had two beautiful parents that gave me that beautiful name. That's my name. Yeah. I just changed it to protect the innocent. My <laughs> brother was in a, a group, a pop group, that did very well up here. Uh, and then it started to get uh, a bit more famous down in London. And it was quite, his group was quite famous. And it was getting a bit sort of, 
Left show business. You're you're still in it. I, I know that you've got we've got a, an album that's being reissued reissued on CD. And you, I've been reading about you. You still you still pop up from time to time and perform, don't you? Well, only for charities now, uh, and do mainly in photography. Strangely, yeah. the University of Liverpool, the John Moores University, have just asked me to do an exhibition. believe <laughs> obviously for Liverpool. That's all right. Yeah. But will you do it for Kuala Lumpur as well? Oh. <laughs> McGear is big in Kuala Lumpur. He will be soon, yeah. <laughs> what was, um, didn't Brian Epstein have a nickname for you because you were taking pictures all the time? Oh, that's right. What did he used to call me? That's right. Uh, that's it. He would, uh, somebody told me the story years later in the Tower Ballroom, New Brighton. Because I used to take, I'd got a new flash. And so I used to go around taking all these odd favourites. Little Richard, uh, Gene Vincent, uh, you know, all, all the killers. Yeah. Uh, Jay Lee Lewis, whatever. And our oh. kids would be the support act then. And so what would happen is our kid would go on first. And then the stars would go on, and then our kid would have to go to another gig. And so, apparently, this time, uh, I was sort of uh, you know, a bit late getting in the van with our kid to, and his group to go to the next gig. And Brian Epstein said, uh, let's go, let's go. And our kid said, oh, darn, my brother's not here. And so, oh, go and get him. So he was commanded. So this guy goes up into the tower ball, ballroom, the, the, the thingy around the, the top, the balcony and looks down in the black, waiting for uh, Richard to come on, and suddenly sees this Flash, and Brian Epstein says, go and get Flash Harry down, <laughs> shove him in the van, let's go. <laughs> so I was nicknamed Flash Harry for a bit. Um, you had a lot of fun in the 60s, didn't you? Uh, the Scaffold, I think, are, 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 are really kind of underrated British eccentrics that, that kind of... For me, I don't know if you'd agree with this, I think they kind of go in tandem with the Bonzos, you know, that kind of... Very, we came out together, we were very similar, they were more musical than us, yeah. we were more wordy, poetry, satirical, comedy, that, that was us. Yeah, no, but it was, it was a weird and wonderful group scaffold, very original, three blokes. Yeah. Well, I suppose those goodies came along later on, didn't they? Yeah dreadful group uh, but the scaffold was so mad and so different and so each character was so totally opposite to the other that it was a very different thing and that's the whole thing about life is it being different mm. um you, did you get you went you went to the states with the scaffold didn't you <laughs> oh have i touched yes. have i have i touched on oh, a thorny oh, issue oh bloody great oh no it's fantastic no we did we went to the Paul Colby's Bitter End in uh, Greenwich Village. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, we did perform What there. did they make of you? Did they, did they, did they suck it all in, or, or, or did you confuse them? But Ian, you've just, 
just hit the nail on the head. It went right over their head. Fantastic. And they would listen to us and just think, you know, we speak English. No, you don't. You speak American. Yeah. We yeah. don't even speak English. We're for Liverpool. So we did our act, etc. And then, <laughs> and it was, we were going, just like, they didn't get it. Yeah. And then what was really weird, we went to Sweden, right? Yeah. And so uh, we tried doing music and comedy, and the music was it, it dreadful because Scaffold couldn't sing, it didn't help. And so we had to resort to our humour. We went down better in Sweden <laughs> than we did in New York. <laughs> <laughs> that is fantastic, isn't it? <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> um, now, the, the reason you're here, and I, I, I meant what I said, I've been meaning to kind of ask you to come on for ages, and loads of people have said, oh, you should get, you should get Mike McCartney on. Um, but you've, you've popped up in my timeline because there is a, um, a, a CD, the first time on CD of an album you did, what, 71, 72? I wrote it in 71. In 67, uh, Scaffold were doing the, trying to, you know, get onto, into a bigger area because it was satirical comedy yeah. doing theatres and universities, mainly up and down Britain. And then I made the mistake of writing a song called Thank You Very Much for the Aintree Iron. Right, yeah. <laughs> Which I later found out was the Prime Minister of Great Britain's favourite record. Wow! And, and then years later, I found out it was the Queen Mum's favourite <laughs> record. <laughs> and apparently, the majors in uh, May Castle up in Scotland told me the story. They oh. said, "Jolly good, uh, Michael, your 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 song was very popular with Her Majesty the Queen Mother, and she would have uh, dinner or after dinner. We would have sing along in the castle, no. and there's her daughters." Margaret and uh, Liz, no. Liz, you know, our present queen. They're, they're all singing along, but at one juncture, the queen mother would take over proceedings and, and cha- you know, say stop. Oh, which bit was that? Oh, it was at the end when they were, they, she was saying, thank you very much, thank you very much, thank you very much for cease for our gracious queen. Oh, thank you very much, thank you very, very, very much, thank you very much for cease. For our gracious queen, thank you very, very much. And that was the, that's what we did. And, I, and they, the majors told me this story, <laughs> and I suddenly thought I really didn't have the heart to tell them the real words. Well, thank you very much for our gracious team, <laughs> Liverpool FC. <laughs> you anti-establishment rebel, you oh, Mike. I am. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a rock star. <laughs> but then, how did you make the move from? Um, I don't want to say comedy records because I think that's a bit. Meaning, and they were cleverer than that. From these satirical, wordy poetry kind of based music, to um, and I was I was listening to the album to the, today to to what is a, a stunning, you know, kind of thoughtful pop record. Yeah, it's very different. We uh, so, yeah, from there, from thank you very much to the big number one, Lily the Pink. We'd had the success. We'd had commercial, the tappy toes, you say that sort of. We'd done that. Yeah, and so I suddenly thought in seventy one, I suddenly thought I don't. And it did. I was, there's two minds. Can you imagine being related to someone that did very well, still is doing very He's well, doing all right. He's in, doing in the all musical right. genre. And so the big thing is like, do you go that way because that could be, you know, you're gonna that's you're gonna get compared. They're gonna yeah. kill you. And I suddenly thought, that's why you change your name. Uh, and I suddenly thought, well, I can't. You know, I'll ask me mates. 
So I got me mates, I had Zoot Money, Andy Roberts, who I'd worked with in Scaffold, and these lovely Jake Conway, Norm Yard, Dog Up Here, all me mates. And so I've got these songs, can we just like go in and see what happens? So I went into Strawberry Studios and record, started recording, and they were, they were flowing. They just flowed yeah. very different to the Lily the Pinks. The, oh, the yeah. Music. Worlds Hopefully. apart. And it, and so, but I decided, well, I thought that I will just treat my voice like an instrument. This, I really love these musicians. They are so beautiful. And so I let them, they carried me. I, I just, we all worked together. And then came down to London, went to Abbey Road, with the MI Abbey Road, uh, with the MI then. Mm. Went to Abbey Road, added Brian Auger. Can you imagine all these things? Brian Auger, fantastic. Brass, all the lads, Alan Gorey, Mike Rod, all that. Uh, Al Gorey and Paul Corder did the vocals, etc. Yeah. Can you imagine? And then Ginger Johnson's African drums. Mm. Next, next time I talk to you, ask me about them coming to Abbey Road. It's a long and beautiful story. <laughs> so all these fantastic musos, and it was that sort of thing where, uh, you know, I just let them go. Yeah. And as you heard, yeah. uh, the, it, it's just a muso, or it's a muso album. And so I thought, wow, and I'm so proud of myself, so proud of them. And I thought, this is really, I just love it. I love it. Uh, so they might kill me in the industry, but I like what I've done. Yeah. And uh, so there we are. So I went to AMI and all proud and said, okay, and sat in the Manchester Square offices. They are, whoa, whew, beaming with pride. There you go. And they listened to it very quietly for the length like you did today. Yeah. Listened to the whole thing. <clears throat> and at the end, the boss of EMI said, mm, Mike, yeah, good. Love it. Very nice. But can you give us another Lily the Pink? Oh. <laughs> so as you've heard, Ian, yeah. that has nothing to do with Lily. Thank you very much, Liverpool, Lou. Nothing to do with No, no. So I then got out of hose. And so I thought... I, I, you know, I went to Island Records and Island listened to it. <laughs> that was interesting. Uh, uh, and do you, said, act, Mike? Sorry to interrupt. Do you actually have to sit there with the head of the record label <laughs> while they listen to the album with their their hands, their head in their hands, and just kind of wait for them to pronounce whether they like it or not? Yep. That must those, be torture. Daisy. <laughs> that must be torture. What did Island say about it? Well, I played it to them. They said, "Oh, this is our cup of tea. We'll have it. How much?" So I said, whatever it was, I said, uh, Rangi am I saying, okay, I've finished this album, the contracts department, the money department. How much? They said, oh, let's see, it'll cost you £5,000. Went back to Ireland and said, uh, it's going to cost you £5,000. They said, oh, long come, yeah, 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 we'll have it, thank you. Oh, good, right, right to EMI. Hello, I'll buy it. <laughs> he said, what do you mean? I said, I've got uh, somebody else wants Ireland want it, uh, so I'll buy it from you. Oh. Ireland wanted. Oh. Oh. So, oh, that was in house cost. Eh? They were special prices. <coughs> Excuse me. That's all right, Mike. Go on. Uh, uh, oh, no. If somebody else wants to buy £10,000. Oh. So I thought, oh, God. So I went back to Ireland. I'm sorry, Ireland. Uh, but Chris Blackwell, uh, I said, sorry, lads. Uh, you know, it's twice a thing. They said, oh, well, we'll come back to you. And so, hum, I said, yeah, we'll still take it. Wow. Absolutely wow. Yeah. <laughs> wow. <coughs> and that's what it was all those years ago. Incredible. And then, 45 years later, yeah. 
Can you believe it? One guy said uh, in it, and our twits, right? One guy said, uh, I listened to this album 45 years ago when I was 17, uh, and I have loved it. And he quoted, he was just up at the top of his head, he quoted songs that he had remembered from a 17-year-old lad in his twit to me. And I was so proud. Can you imagine yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. That must be a, that must be an amazing feeling. Oh, beautiful! Yeah. That's all we do in in our jobs. You're entertaining people on the radio. Yeah. I, I do photography. Uh, uh, you know these songs now, which I haven't done for so long, and then you hear them again. You think, oh, that's quite good. That <laughs> I saw a lovely tweet you did. I think Danny Baker retweeted it. Where you said, "I've just, and it was a picture of the CDs. They'd obviously just arrived, and you something like, oh, I've just been listening to to my long lost album. It and half good. And I just yeah. thought that was lovely." The, the, you can rediscover, rediscover work that you've done, you say, 40-odd years ago, yeah. and still get pride in it, and still go, yeah, do you know what? That's all right, actually, what I did there. Yeah. Well, it was even funnier. I did the Danny Baker show last year for the McGough McGear album, mm. and we're chatting away about plugging the McGough McGear, 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 album, album, album. Suddenly, Danny produces me woman album. <laughs> 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 From the back of his desk, and said, <coughs> I like this one as well, Mike. And I said, oh, great, uh, they, they were lovely to see my mum again. He said, how do you mean your mum? There's a nan on the front. Uh, how do you mean your mother? I said, that's my mum. And he says, blimey, I've had this down 40-odd years. I never knew that was your mother. And he tells me, well, it's my mum when she was a nurse. It looks like a nun. Yeah, yeah, I'm looking at the picture now. That's your mum. Fantastic. That's my mum. Beautiful. That's why it's so beautiful, yeah. this coming out. And every time I see any ads or anything to do with yeah. it, there's me mother that I lost uh, to 12 years of age. Of course. He left us. Yeah. And, and so that memories like that on this particular album are beautiful. Absolutely superb. <laughs> we, should, we should mention, I think we've only mentioned the name of the album once. We should mention it. It is Woman. It is by, Now, what, it, what name is it under, Mike? Is it McGear or McCartney? It says Michael McGear on Beautiful. it. Beautiful. Michael McGear, it's the, great, isn't then it? And that's the fellow. And it's done by the brilliant people at Cherry Red. Esoteric Cherry Red Records. There, 45 years later, they have re-digitated it. It's easy for you to say. That's a wish I could. Yes. Etc. Done all that business that they've done and put it out on this lovely CD. Um. Have you got anything... Uh, there, there was another solo album, wasn't there? Was there only two solo albums you did? Let me think. Because I know, you obviously, there was Scaffold and McGough McGear and all the kind of various, you know, mixtures of that. But were there two... McGough McGear, um, Woman, and I think McGear. Right, OK. Which... Do you want a, uh, another world exclusive, Ian? Yes, I do, Michael. I'm getting closer to the microphone. I want a world I, exclusive I, from I you. I am in uh, talks now. Well, keep this to yourself. I won't tell anyone. No one's listening. I'm in talks now with a record com- two record companies, yes. one in Liverpool yes. and one in L.A., or as we say in Liverpool, La. <laughs> okay, about the McGear album being re-released hopefully this year tell them <laughs> tell them you want ten thousand pounds for it keep that to you no no e no no we don't talk money no 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 on, no. on a uh but uh you can ring me privately you know <laughs> uh, <laughs> i've got your details now mate you ain't you ain't getting rid of me um <laughs> uh, well listen the al- the album is a treat it's it's so nice I, I, just when you think we've we've rediscovered all the lost albums you know that this one sneaks out and i'm re- i'm looking forward to mcgear coming out we'll get you back on if it does um if it does come back out on cd um when you listen to this stuff 
and you think back 45 years to, to the young man that you were. Do, 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 do you listen to it and think, oh, I, I want to do a few more of these? Does it kind of get you the creative Sorry. juices going a bit? Going. Um, weirdly, my son, who's uh, got six kids, three girls, three boys, uh, eldest son is in New York, and he's got his little band called One. He's a graphic uh, illustrator. Yeah. He, he does uh, these, what are the, that telly thing, <laughs> a big telly thing that did Breaking Bad and all that. What's that called? It's a big thing on the telly. You just flip to it. Oh, Netflix. Yeah, that's it. He does that. He does a lot of he Josh said to me years ago, Hey Dad, you're gonna love this telly series I'm working on. I said, What's that son? He said, It's called Breaking Bad. I said, Never heard of it. He, oh no he said, Neither has anyone else. But, yeah. You know, I'm, we're just working on it to release it in America. Uh, but you're gonna love it. I said, Why? He said, Because it's got the dad from Malcolm in the Middle in it. <laughs> That's what I know him from and I thought yeah. he was but were you a fan of Malcolm in the Middle oh, then? I still am. It's so funny and People, th- people think it's like a straight sitcom, but it's not. It's so funny and so naughty. My name is Earl, and Malcolm in the Middle are the ones that I have when uh, uh, my wife's out and she's in love at the moment, and uh, I, I get time to myself. Uh, I put these things on. There's such joy. Anarchy. Talk about yeah. anarchy. Malcolm yeah. in the Middle. For parents... That is the I think the mum in Malcolm in the yeah. Middle is uh, just one of the finest actresses that, uh, uh, ever to grace the screen. She's brilliant. They're all brilliant. Yeah. All the kids are brilliant. The mad uh, officer that with his, uh, it was one hand, then it was no hands, with yes. his patch, and <laughs> it, it is absolute magic. Yeah. So what did your, so what did your boy do on um, Breaking Bad then? He did all those, what do you call the, sort of, oh, I don't know the words, all these young words. He, here, did, he did the young words. On Breaking Bad. The, yeah, those things to introduce it to the public. You know, the right. Spotify's and all these spotty <laughs> you're just You're just saying <laughs> things that you've read on the internet now. Stop it. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, well, I don't know. Well, he did that. He introduced uh, Breaking Bad to America. Oh, fantastic. And so he has his own, but that's his main job. Yeah. And he's working on other, other uh, what are they called, Netflix stuff. Yeah. That he tells me some great stuff coming out. Oh. Uh, and, but that's great that he did all that millions of years and he's got his own little group in New York called Wanna W-A-N-N-A if you ever hear it yeah. uh, and, you know Google it it's lovely and he is talking about some ideas uh, you know Dad why don't you do something again so he might get me back to singing again and how lovely would that be to be working with your son oh that would be absolute magic wouldn't yeah, that be my, great he, he plays drums oh god he plays everything that bugger uh, but he's a natural drummer yeah uh, Max our middle son who is the I think he's got the most money of them all my boys because he's a tattoo artist oh crikey He's a, and he was left university, I think he was thrown out, uh, because uh, he wanted to become a tattoo artist when it wasn't the Vogue. Yeah, yeah. Before Beckham's and all these people did it, and we thought it was, oh my God. And he was right at the beginning of it, and he's one of the best tattoo artists in Great Britain. What now. tattoos have you got, Mike? What, what have you <laughs> done? Come on, Ian. I'm Come not on. that stupid. Come on, for, for you, let your boy practice on you. <laughs> First of all, uh, the pain. Yes. Secondly, the money it costs. Yeah. I'm not stupid on either count. Well, you're a very sensible um, gentleman, and it sounds like you must be very proud of your kids. Oh, 
likely, yes. The yeah. youngest one, Sonny, is a photographer down in that London place. Yeah. And he is no very talented boys, like their father. Well, Mike, listen, the album is Woman. Um, uh, Mike McGee, if you want to go and have a look at it, um, it, it, it's, it's an absolute treat. It is one of those albums. That, that's, well, no, it's, it's, it's great, and it's so nice that it's coming out on CD, because I think it's absolutely delicious. Listen, if McGee gets out, um, or if you, you decide you are, you, you are going to do some stuff with your boy, come on and tell us about it, man. I'd love to have you back on. Hold on. How do you know about McGee? Well, you... Um, oh, no! No, I didn't say that! Oh, no! I, I've I ruined what I've done! I've ruined yeah. You can't trust the press, Mike! We blab about everything! Oh, fake news! Fake news! <laughs> 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 Mate, you're an absolute legend, Mike, and I really appreciate... Um, and, we may have told stories about them, we didn't mention the B-word once. How's about them apples, huh? Oh, fantastic, yeah. We, that's what Max's girlfriend is called, B, you're right. <laughs> Funny that. Actually, they're in Japan, so they will, they'll get this, your talk radio, in Tokyo as we talk. They will get it as we talk. Mike, it's lovely to speak to you, man. Thank you so much, and thank you for the music, and thanks for coming on tonight. I really appreciate it. Bl- bless you, Ian. Uh, love to you and to talk radio uh, and the world. Peace and love, man. Thank you very much. Mike McCartney... Up in that there, Liverpool. What a nice man. What a nice man. It's a cracking album, honestly. It's a, it's a real... Um, it, 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 it ain't no Lily the Pink, let me tell you that. We'll get Mike on again, because um, I've got an idea in my head. We, we, we've had some brilliant guests on recently, right? Brilliant guests. But we've had them on the phone because of geographics. You know, Mike's up in Liverpool and... Um, who did we have the other day? And they were somewhere else in the country. And I've kind of got this idea of doing a road trip and going around and meeting all these people and sitting with them in their pub or their cafe or their living room or going, you know, walking their dog with them and having a chat with them there. in Because it's a weird thing, isn't it? It's a weird thing. I've been interviewed on the phone. And it's very, very strange. It, you, you can't really relax. You can't quite hear what the person in the studio is saying. You, there's no, you, you, uh, uh, the, the, there's no facial interaction, no body language going on. Um, I can see him charming Kath on the phone. Look, um, the, the, and I think you get so much more from an interview if you're sat in the room with someone, just sat there looking at them, talking to them, making eye contact. So I've just got this silly idea of, 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 of some of the best guests we've had and some we, we have yet to have of um, me hopping in my car and, and, and spending three or four days sort of driving around and going to meet them and putting a show together that way. It's just an idea. Absolutely love that. Right, you can start calling in now in your droves. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. I need you to talk, guys, because as you can hear, I'm losing my voice. Let me get something to suck on during the break. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. So, I'm fe- I'm sorry, I'm, I'm um, sucking on a cough sweet. I'm feeling a bit rejected. You know we're going to New York. We're taking the show to New York on um, uh, June the tw- Monday, June the twelfth to Friday, June the sixteenth. We're going to be doing the show in New York. Okay, we have got some pretty cool guests lined up already. This is with twenty four hours of us having got the thumbs up for the from the boss. Um, I'm not going to mention any names just yet. 
Well, one of them might be Imani Coppola. We might be going for lunch with Imani. I don't know. But I'm not going to mention any others. Um, but some amazing guests. And um, we kind of... I've, I've written a few blog posts about it. If you go to ianlee.com, you'll see a blog post. We need help with suggestions for guests. And I've started emailing some um, uh, New York-based podcasts. And we've we, we got some good stuff we're working on. But, but, but... You know, I've only recently... Since um, I went on strike, I've only recently discovered Airbnb. My voice is getting is a squeaky one tonight. I've only recently discovered Airbnb. You know, the website where you, 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 you rent someone's house or flat or whatever. And I've had success with it. The place in Wales was wonderful. Um, and so I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to, um, instead of staying in a hotel that will be um, expensive and impersonal... You know, you're staying in a hotel. You could be in any city in the world. That all the you're staying in a Hilton. It's you know, it's a decent hotel, but you could be in any city in the world. I thought, well, wouldn't it be nice to rent um, a small apartment or or a flat or something in New York City? So I spent about two hours today on Airbnb trawling through all these different apartments and some of them are absolutely awful and some of them are incredibly overpriced and some are quite nice but i don't really know where to stay i want to say greenwich village but that's actually quite expensive if any suggestions of where which parks they're all in regions upper manhattan lower east upper west um east village i don't i don't know soho the meat packing district i don't know um but I found somewhere just off Times Square. And um it was a little bit pricier than I wanted. But 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 it was just off Times Square and I thought, well, that'd be perfect. We'll have that. So the way Airbnb works is you send a message to the owners of the property. Free for that though you check it's free for those days. And you send a message to the um the owner saying, Hello, my name is Ian. I would love to come and stay in your beautiful apartment. And, you know, you're dealing with Americans. Caddick, I'll come to you in a bit. 0344 Um You're dealing with Americans, so you butter them up a bit. I'd love to come and stay in your wonderful apartment. It will make our trip to that to your fantastic city so much more memorable if we could stay somewhere. Although you're doing all that stuff, right? And um, I sent that off about half past four about six o'clock i got a message back saying hi ian thanks for um expressing an interest i'm doing this on my on my cell I, when i get near a computer i'll have a proper look through and i'll get back to you I thought yeah beautiful this is a this is a done deal this is a done deal um and then about an hour and about nine o'clock I get a message saying, um, your um, uh, application has been rejected. And then she sent me, so that's an automated one. Then she sent me a very confusing message saying, I just wanted to check something. Um, I hope you're happy with all of that. And I replied, sorry, Amy, whatever her name. Sorry, Amy. Um, I'm a bit new to this. I'm not sure what that means. Does that mean we've not got the apartment thinking? I think we've got the apartment, but she's just maybe put the price up a little bit. And she replied, yes, sorry, um, you've not got the apartment. Thank you. 
And I just felt, I felt completely rejected. I'm thinking, what have I done? What, what have I done wrong? What did I do wrong? What on earth, in a very brief email message, would have given her the impression that I'm not a worthy resident? That I couldn't, uh, what, did she th- is, is, is there something in the, my photograph that makes her think I'm going to set fire to it? Or I'm going to do a dirty protest? What is? I couldn't believe it. And I really wanted to write to her and say, can I ask why? But I thought, no, I don't want to get into, I don't want to get into a, a, an argument. But I did want to, can I just ask why? What, what did I... What was it about my message or my photograph that made you think um, I was going to not be a good resident? And I feel rejected. And I wonder if this is going to be a new phenomenon. Airbnb rejection. You ever been rejected, Caddick? Loads of time, Dean. Loads of time. Oh, man. It sucks, doesn't it? Especially when it comes to love. Because I've left every girl I can think of if they would like to go for a drink. We would say, I'm sorry you're not my type. I'm sorry I'm a boyfriend. Yeah. Or you're just too ugly. Well, you kind of... That's um, that's a bit harsh, isn't it? You kind of have to respect their honesty, though. Yeah. But um, maybe it's the fact that you're just asking every girl you can think of. No, I'm pretty choosy. Well, oh, you've asked every girl you can think of. I wouldn't say that was necessarily that choosy. Well, I feel your pain, Ian. Well, yeah, the pain. It's tonight's show, as well as being completely halal, we are certified halal. Um, uh, as well as being halal, tonight's show is celebrating um, rejection. I want your stories of rejection, dear listener. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. I got a theory on that woman. Um, oh yeah, who's rejected you? Yeah, could she be an agent for Donald Trump? She could. Cause they're both from New York. She could be, couldn't she? Yeah. Um. Mm, yeah, maybe she is. Well, I, 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 I just have to learn. The thing is, that was the best place by a country mile. And now I've got all the places I'm looking at are expensive or ropey or... Have you tried Chinatown? Sorry? Have you tried Chinatown? Well, they don't... Chinatown... Well, is Chinatown very big in New York? Because Chinatown in London is only one street. Well, Chinatown in Birmingham is about five streets. Well, I don't... It doesn't come up as an option when you can select... I tell you, let me give you the areas that... Um, you can select right hang on a minute it's because i don't really know so there's i want to be on right because new york is an island right yeah so i want to be in the in the i want to be in the middle bit that is i want to be in the main bit that's got manhattan on yeah right so i don't want to be in brooklyn which is off off there and i don't i don't want to be in new jersey but there's manhattan east village alphabet city that sounds cool Mm, Chelsea. Oh no, there is Chinatown. Let's have a little look, see what's available in Chinatown, shall we? Yeah. Oh, flipping heck. Look at that, there's loads. Um back going saying Chinatown. Hey, that's not a bad you that's not a bad idea. Look, there's a nice place in Chinatown. 
How much is it? Well, there's one here that's £155 a night. That's not bad. My limit, my upper, my maximum limit is £160 a night, right? So 155 yeah. is... Um, about the top end. That's about the top end. Um, the others are a little bit tiny. Right. But then, yeah, okay, well, that's an, I- that's an idea, Alan. Yeah? Yeah. You ever been to America? No, I've never been to America in my life. It's the best, it's the second, it's the third, it's the second best country in the world. Because I've seen West Side Story. Yeah. It's one of my favourite films. Is it? Yeah, and that was set in New York. You really, you're you're, you're full of surprises. Give me a snatch of West Side. The apples are crappy, we're very upset. No, no, I'm no good. I'm no good. He's no good. He's no good. He's no good. Good, good. Miss Charlie, no white good. Gee, Officer Crupkey, crap you. Yeah. Thanks, Alan. Um, well, if, if uh, the, press your red buttons for sub- subtitles. Um, who was expecting Alan Caddick to sing um, hits from West Side Story? I certainly wasn't. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee. Uh, tonight we are one hundred percent halal. We are halal certified, and also we are taking your calls on rejection, please. Across the UK, online and on DAB. Late nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We are halal. And we are celebrating rejection. You can, of course, call in about any old um, nonsense if you uh, if you want, which is probably what we'll get uh, with this phone call. Good evening, Paul. Hi, how are you doing again? Yep. Okay. Uh, I, I can't. You you want about reje- I haven't called in for this, but you just said about rejection. Uh oh. <laughs> yes. Okay, I've just thought. I've just thought. Yes. Uh oh. Yeah. A man says to a woman. Oh God. Your face must. Your face must turn a few heads. Are you sure? Are you? Hang on a minute. Are you sure you want to continue with this? No, I have not googled. No, I didn't ask that. You're you're obsessed with Google. Are you sure you want to do this? Yes. Okay. It might just tickle someone's chuckle muscle. Okay. Let's see. We're all born with a chuckle muscle, right? Um, well, I had a funny bone, but they fixed yes. it now. We all have a chuckle muscle. No. Where is it? And we, and we must exercise it every day. I believe the chuckle muscle is called the epididymis. <laughs> The chuckle muscle can be anywhere in your body that you feel like it should be. Wowzers. Well, right now it's in my middle finger. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that, that's not bad. Yeah. That's not bad. Okay. Okay. <laughs> a man says to a woman, you... your, face, <laughs> your face must turn a few heads. Yes. The woman replies, and your face... And your face, huh? and your face turn a few stomachs. 
Okay, never mind. <laughs> Hang on, just seeing if anyone's chuckle muscle has been activated. <laughs> no. You and the um, guy, you you and the hospital porter we had yesterday should get together. <laughs> go and do a show in Edinburgh. Can I, okay, can I finally say what I wanted to say? Please, to... for the love of all that is holy. Are you halal, Paul? <laughs> I don't mind eating halal meat, no. Well, uh, no, but are you halal? No. I'm halal. The show tonight is halal. It's halalarious. There we go. Hey! I'll have, I'll have that. Okay, there you go. I'll have that. I just thought of that, yeah. Well done. Did you Google it? <laughs> no, I just thought of it. You're <laughs> obsessed with Google. No. Okay, can I, can I say what I thought of today? Um, yeah, sure. What did, were you going to tell us everything you thought of, or is it one specific thing? No, just thing? one specific thing. Okay, buddy. I mentioned last night about avocado coffee, yeah? And I said it was a street drink, like street food. And you said street food was a thing served in a restaurant. No, I agree. It's a total modern-day hipster thing. So I thought today, <laughs> yes. I mentioned modern day hipsters. Yes, right. Can we get can we get a call into uh, Angelos Epithemiu? Because I'd love to hear you two talking. Can 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 you tweet him, Catherine, and see if Angelos is up working in the the burger van? Because I'd love to get him on right now to talk to okay, right. Paul. Because I, I wonder if they're if they're done by the same man. <laughs> You you said, Ian, yes. street food is served in restaurants. It is, yes. I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure if I went to a trendy restaurant yes. in somewhere like Shoreditch... Yes. ...for their Saturday burger... Have you ever been to Shoreditch? Yes, I have, yes. Okay. Yeah. For their so-called trendy burger. It will not be delivered to my table on a simple plate. No. It will be delivered by a waiter... On a dog's anus. No, probably On a brick. No, On a shovel. No, I'm going to say... On a child's face. No, no, you're not... On an actual stool. No. On a a woman's back. No, you haven't guessed right what I thought of yet. Okay. It will be delivered to me by a waiter, probably driving an old milk float. Yes. And it will not be served on a simple plate. It will be served in an old takeaway pizza box. Yes, this is fashion today. It's true, isn't it? No. I see what you're doing. Um, I like the idea of waiters driving around in milk floats. Yeah, it's brilliant, isn't it? That is actually brilliant. Yeah. I tell you what we've seen a lot of recently. The revival of the um, uh, idiots... On kids' scooters. <laughs> Do you mean the ones you push along with your feet? Yeah, the ones, the you, the ones you push along with your feet. Yeah. They kind of had a thing in the late 90s, early 2000s, and they went away, but they seem to have made a resurgence. I even saw a woman using one yesterday. A woman. Okay, how, just another thought off my head. Wow. How about bringing back the Sinclair C5, then? They have done. Are you sure? Yeah, they brought it back. Someone brought it back recently. Someone, someone, I think it was even Sinclair's son brought it back. Someone sent me a link the other day and I mistakenly clicked on it. I don't normally click on links. But yeah, bring it back, yeah. Put it in the bike lanes. That'll cause probably even more chaos Uh, in London. I have, I have used a Sinclair C5. 
So have I. My old CDT teacher in my secondary school had one. Did he really? And he allowed me to he allowed me to drive it round in the playground once. I don't believe you. When I was on detention after school. I definitely don't believe you now. Okay, it's total truth. I don't believe you. I think you're saying it to sound cool. No, why have I just made that up then? To sound, to sound cool, you want to be my friend. The CDT teacher was called Mr. Farrow. No, you may, you, you, that may be true, but the bit about the Sinclair C5, I think you're saying just because you want to be my friend. <laughs> I'm right, aren't I? <laughs> huh? <laughs> no, don't cry. <laughs> no. no, you just make me laugh because yeah. your jokes are just as good as mine. The the um, chuckle muscle is working overtime. Yeah, it's exercise, isn't it? It is exercise, Paul. And you, you I hope can... I've chuckled someone's chuckle muscle out there tonight. Sorry, I hope. I... Yeah. <laughs> well, thanks for calling, Paul. Thank you, Ian. Weird vibe. Weird vibe. <laughs> Weird vibe. Um, oh three four four. 499-1000 is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. Do call in, because my voice is uh, is on the way out, guys. It's on the way out. Um, you can give us a call about anything. We are halal this evening. We are celebrating rejection. You've been rejected by someone on Airbnb. I mean, I imagine it's it's more crushing if you're rejected on Tinder or Grindr. Um, but it was still... Um, I still felt snubbed. By this, I'm, I'm desperately trying to think. Well, what what did I say? That was um, was so bad. Airbnb. Now I'm getting into Airbnb. It does worry me slightly because a lot of the people I'm looking at, um, you look at the reviews. The reviews I think are a key, and some of them say, "Well, she cancelled the booking." three days before we were due to arrive. They cancelled the booking the day before we were due to arrive. So, it, it, uh, uh, uh-huh. Is that... I'm worried that we're, I'm going to book it, and then the day before I'm due to arrive, they cancelled the booking. Maybe this whole trip to New York was a terrible idea. I don't know. It may, maybe it was. I don't know. We will find out. We will find out. Um, 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, uh, you're more than welcome to. The, um, the Sun, I mean, I know, I know they own us, but geez, sometimes, the last few days, they've, they've, they've done nobody any favours. Up yours, signors. Jeez, come on, guys. I mean, Kelvin McKenzie as well. Some of the rubbish he's been coming out with. But they've played a blinder today, front page. Absolute blinder. Um, Mel B, claiming she was in an abusive relationship. Her name's Mel B. So they've listed three things that they're claiming her husband did that begin with B. Brilliant front page. Beaten. Broken. Betrayed. That is genius. No, that I don't. Well, maybe I don't know about that. Um, it's a weird, <laughs> it's a weird thing to make. Su- we know her name's Mel B, but to make such a big thing of her name that the the, the story is twisted. Well, I've got to find three words that begin with B: beaten, yeah, punched in jealous rages, broken, uh, she overdosed on aspirins, betrayed, sex tapes threat. It's um, you do have to, uh, you do have to wonder, don't you? We'll have them after the uh, after the news. He's probably calling in to celebrate the fact that we're halal. 
Um, 03444991000 is the telephone. I've not really got much to um, sit and talk to you about this evening. Normally I've got a bit of a, a thing, a bit of a vibe, a bit of a theme to... Um, is he coming on? Or do you get, he's, oh, beautiful. We'll, have, we'll speak to him after the... Uh, new, I knew he couldn't hold out. How long is that? Stop the clock. That's got to be about four weeks. Um, yeah, normally, because you, you ask for subjects, you ask for topics... And I have been delivering subjects and topics um, recently. And today, I, 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 I've not got anything for you, really. Not got anything in the way of themes or topics for you. So it's going to be one of those shows that some of you love and some of you absolutely hate. Um, whereby I'm just going to sit here and ramble. And I have no... Um, main thrust i have nothing i particularly want to cover i'm just going to sit and go through the newspapers and you're welcome to to phone up and chip in um or not as the case may be um you're also welcome to phone up and 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 tell me that the show is rubbish one of the few shows that will let people come on and do that i do have a question though for you new york new york new york um, whereabouts should we be looking to stay? What regions of New York are kind of hip and happening, but cheap? <laughs> um, uh, where we, where should I be looking? I don't really know. I've been to New York a few times, but I don't really know the kind of places um, that I should be looking for. So your tips would be gratefully appreciated, please. Oh three four four. Four nine nine one thousand. Late nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Well, I think the bat signal must have been flashed because the phones have gone mental, and I mean that in every way you can think of. Late nights with Ian Lee um, on Talk Radio. If you've got a Rage Our Diary, don't forget to tick it, please. It all helps, it all helps. Um, a late night show unlike any other late night show. I sit here and I chat, I talk a load of nonsense, I tell you what's on my mind. You're welcome to call in about those things or call in about other things. Really is that simple. You know, agenda. Um, it's whatever you want it to be. And tonight it's a little bit freer than per usual. My voice is going, I'm tired, I've not really done much prep for the show. I don't know. So 0344 499 1000 is the telephone number. You phone up, you speak to Catherine, she'll take your number, give you a call back. Um, some of the things that I have mentioned so far are that the show is 100% halal. Did you see those uh, <laughs> those knuckle-dragging idiots um, online today who want to boycott Cadbury's for two reasons. Two reasons they want to boycott cabbages. One, because they have dropped the word Easter from their Easter egg hunt. It's now just called an egg hunt. Um, 
If you want to find out more details about it, you have to type in a, a web address that has the word Easter in, I mean... And all of the posters have the word, you know, Easter in, but, but, but. Well, some knuckle-draggers, some, um... Uh, big mouth podcasters some idiots have gone one stage further and want us to boycott Cadbury's because their chocolate <laughs> is halal I'm not having that not having halal not having it in fact um, a paid for advert from Cadbury popped up on my Facebook page and there were people on there going I'm not eating your chocolate because it's halal why should why should it be halal do a little bit of research to find out why it's halal just do a little bit of research is all you got to do you got to do about 30 seconds worth of research to find out why it's um why it's halal oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand we're also talking about rejection places to go to in new york anything you fancy um ken i thought you weren't phoning me anymore no i, I hadn't planned to even but i was just i was passing over are television. you phoning up to celebrate the fact that tonight's show is 100 percent halal well, that's uh, no. What uh, just was passing through? I was going to actually listen to LBC. Well, why I, don't you I, go and I, listen I, to LBC then, Ken? Pardon? Why don't you go and listen to LBC then? Well, I, I sure was, but I, t- I turned you on to see how you're doing. I'm doing I, I excellently, Kenneth. Me. I am doing absolutely beautifully yes. because my show is not tainted by your poison. But yet you 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 decided to call back. I knew you couldn't resist me, Ken. I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. You couldn't resist it. I'd like to just mention first, uh, you're going to New York. Now, about 50 years ago, approximately, I wasn't a Christian at that time. I used to play football. I know you did. You you were a professional, weren't you? Yes. Who did you play for? Oh, that doesn't matter. No, I know, but it's just conversation, isn't it? Yeah, but I'd, just, I'd rather just keep that. I, I want just to be a voice. May I ask you, may I ask you why you want to keep that hush-hush? Well, I, just, I don't want to draw attention to myself. I just want to talk about... Well, uh, you, phone in every, you, you phone in this station every day, drawing attention to yourself. It was just a conversation. I just wondered what... what Because I know you used to play professionally, and I just wondered what team it was. And, and then when you... I, I, was, I was made even more curious by your reluctance to answer that question. Okay. But anyway, when I was... Why don't you, you want to answer that you, question? You don't have to. I just want... No, I, I what, why don't you want to answer? I just said to you, I'd rather just remain anonymous, actually, if you don't okay. mind. Okay. That's okay. It's okay with when me. That, when we went to New York, uh, we used to do a bit of drinking, you know, the, yes. the players. Yes. And uh, we used to go to a place called Brandy's. So I just sort of pass that on Brandy's. To you. I'll have a little look at Brandy's. Brandy's. See it if sounds, it's there. Sounds it's, like a very naughty place. No, it was a, it was a karaoke, actually. Oh, really? What, what was your karaoke there? song? Oh, yeah, we used to go and sing there, yeah. Yeah, what was your, what was your song? The one I sung, oh, one of them was, uh, what was it? Uh, uh, well, since my baby left me, dun, dun. I found a new place to dwell. Dun, dun. Down at the end of Lonely Street called Heartbreak Hotel. Don't leave me so lonely, baby. Don't leave me so lonely. Or I'll die. Oh, there we go. Beautifully done, Kenny. Well, it was a long time ago. There we go. There we go. Yeah, well, go on. Listen, uh, what I would like to, uh, what drew my attention to, I thought I'd call you in, was yes. you were wanting calls about rejection. Yes. And I would like to talk.
talk, if you don't mind, well, especially at this time of the year, yeah. the greatest rejection in history. Was it when the Beatles got turned down by Decker? No. Oh, no. That was a good one. Much more that was a good one, wasn't it, Paul? <laughs> it was a mistake. There was a mistake. The fella that made that never turned it down. And then after he turned down the Beatles and they went big, I can't remember his name, but he then went and signed every band he could find trying to find the next Beatles. I think he signed the Rolling Stones, so he didn't do too badly. Ken, say okay. hello to Paul. Hello, Ken. I've listened to you for a long time, Ken. I really enjoy your contribution. Right, thank you very much, Paul, and God bless you. Lovely spirit, mate. Thank you, sir. Thank you, brother. What I would like to talk about, if you don't mind, Ian and Paul, we're joining here together having a little discussion. This is the most important time uh, for Christians, and we're talking about rejection. Well, the greatest rejection in history took place at the Passover time in Israel and Jerusalem when Jesus was rejected by his own people and crucified on a cross at Calvary for us. Yes. He died for us. And I pray for you, Ian, quite regularly, because I regard you as a precious soul, a precious man. Oh, I'm precious, and priceless, and valuable. I pray for you, man, that you, you become, you're saved. Uh, 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 I'm for you, man, and God is for you. But Jesus was, came here, Ian and Paul, to die and... Ken, uh, Ken, listen, Ken, listen, right? Um, I, it's great that you're calling in, and, and, and I appreciate it. But, 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 I, I know that you're on the station pretty much every day saying the same thing. And um, <laughs> it, I, it, I just think it's a bit boring for the listeners. And I know you're bearing witness, and that's, and that's great. And I know that that is your mission. Trust me, you ain't going to convert no souls by coming on talk radio. There's no one at home going, oh, God, oh, hang on, this guy knows the, the truth. And I know that it's what you believe, and that's great. And I totally don't believe in it. And it's very kind of you to pray for me, but a little bit patronising. Um, but... I don't Do you want you think to come it's boring, on. Paul? Well, Do you think it's boring? You know what, Ken? It's interesting because a lot of people don't know much about Christianity now. It's sort of being driven out of the schools. No, it's and not. That's, tell... that's no, it's not. That's rubbish. No, no it's true, man. No, it's no, no, Paul. It's, it's not. It's not. My, well, I, no, I Paul, 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 Paul. Let me give. Yeah. Paul, it, that that's simply not true. My my kids are seven and five. They know what Christmas is. They know what Easter is. Well, could they name the twelve disciples? Well, what's that got? That what's what's that got to do with anything? So, so you, you you prove how holy you are by knowing things. No, no but no, when no, I was no, a no. kid, this was just normal knowledge in society. Well, but why People should it? Why should it, why should it? Why should indoctrination be normal? Well, it was our culture. It was our culture for over a thousand years. Oh, Paul, I mean, yeah, that's Paul, where we come from. Yeah, but you, 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 I'm glad that it's not our culture. I'm glad that my boys know about Christianity. Yeah, no, Paul, 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 was, let me finish. Yeah. Let me finish. Yeah. I'm glad that my kids know about Christianity. I'm glad they know about um, uh, Islam. I'm glad they know about Sikhism. Uh, I'm glad that they know about jihad. humanism. Did they know about jihad? Oh, Paul. Kill- Paul. Killing for Allah. Paul, what, Paul? It's part of Islam, mate. No, no, Paul, it's not, mate. It's not. And it's, it, it's, oh, I'll tell you what not. it is. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. That. Because, oh, because the Crusades never happened, did they, Paul? Yeah, but uh, jihad's not part of Christianity. There's no crusades in the in the New Testament. No, Jesus Paul, never picked up a Paul, sword. Here's the thing, right? Here's the thing. I tolerate both of your calls, right? And I don't really have a problem with religion. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I don't. D- and don't and don't for a second assume that you know me and you know my history, Paul. You haven't got a clue. Ian, what Ian, I don't stop like. Talking down to me, man. Sorry. Listen. No, I, hang Ian, on. What did you, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. 
What did you just yeah, say? No, the... Paul, shut up. What did you're you... Bi- Paul, your fader's down. What did you just say to me? Your biases are not sacred. They're just your... It's the arrogance of these two men that gets to me. It's the arrogance. They don't know me. They don't know my history. They don't know my background. It's the arrogance of these two men that think they know better. Put, put aside Paul's, Paul's hateful bigotry, completely unchristian trait, his hateful, dangerous bigotry. Paul's put the phone down. Get Paul back. I've not finished. He, he probably finished his monologue not realising he wasn't on air. Listen, I don't have a problem with Christians. I don't have a problem with Muslims. I don't have a problem with Sikhs or Buddhists. I think that if you follow a religion, there's something not quite right. But that's your choice. But the arrogance of these people. And when I say these people, I mean Ken and I mean Paul. Right. Specifically. That's who I mean. Okay. Is absolutely staggering. Paul not coming back. What's wrong? Couldn't turn the other cheek. Couldn't forgive and forget. Couldn't move on. Or just annoyed that um, he got called out for being a, 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 a racist. He's, he says he'll give me a break. <sighs> yeah, nice one, Paul. It just got annoyed that he got called out for um, spreading lies about I- I- Islam. Is that is that why he bottled it? He bottled it. Fair enough. But the arrogance, the meanness of Paul and Ken, that's what gets me. That's not Christian. That's mean. I mean, you heard Paul yesterday spouting dangerous, dangerous, medically dangerous nonsense. If you're an antidepressant, you should just stop them. That's what he said after we'd had a bloke on who was severely clinically depressed. You know, the meanness of these people, the, 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 the hatred... The hatred and the meanness, Ken, that you and Paul, that you and Paul, that you and Paul preach on the radio is, I think, is so, no, it is, is an arrogance and there is a meanness, Ken. And, um, listen, you, you, you go on other shows. I know Jake lets you go on and, and, and spout your, your nonsense. And I know James challenges you. And I know that George Galloway called you out. Listen, you're welcome to call, Ken. Right, but, thank you. But I don't want the same script that you give everyone else, okay? I don't want it because I think you're mean when you talk about religion. I think you're patronising. It's not, and I'm not anti-Christian. I know you and Paul think I am. I'm not in the slightest. Um, I think you're mean. I think you're patronising, and I think you're you're damaging to people. Oh, God, I would I would hate it if you if my kids ever met you. Imagine your kids talking to you and Paul with your full of your hatred. And your bigotry. No, you're not, Ken. You're not. You're full of arrogance and self... Karen, Ken, you're full of arrogance and self-importance. You're not. You're not, though, Ken. You're not. And that's the problem. Your your version of love is so skewed and is so blind that I want nothing to do with it. I think your version of love is hateful. The love that I follow, Ian, is to even love your enemies. It's supernatural love that comes no, from Ken, Jesus. No, Ken, Ken, you're just, Ken, Ken, I'll be honest, mate. 
I think you're talking bollocks, and I think you're a nasty well, piece well, of you're work. You're not even letting me talk. No, because I don't want you to spread your poison, because there'll be well, people listening. There'll be vulnerable people listening, well, and I don't want them to hear your poison. So listen, Ken, here's the deal. You're welcome to call up, um, but I, I just don't want you speaking about Jesus, because I think that the, 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 your well, version well, of Jesus is quite unpleasant. Well, you know, that's the anti-Christ spirit that you have, don't you? Not anti-Christ, it's anti-Ken. I'm, an a- I'm the anti-Ken. No, no, you're, you've got an anti-Christ Here we go. Spirit. And that's not mean, is it, Ken, to call me anti-Christ? I'm, I'm There's the meanness. I'm calling, I'm Ken. saying you have an anti-Christ Okay, Ken. I don't, I, I, you're not listening. You're not listening, which is what you and Paul don't do. You don't listen. I don't have an anti-Christ spirit. I have an oh, anti-hatred. Yes, okay, Ken, there you go. There's, there's your hatred yeah. and your bile no, pouring out over the radio. With you. Okay. And I'm being honest with you, you're a really, really nasty piece of work. You're as bad as, as Abu Hamza. You're as bad as those hate preachers. You're just coming no, from a different no, side no, of the no, coin. You're, you're no, a hate you're preacher. No, no, I'm not, Ken. Nonsense. I'm not, mate. Yeah. I'm not, mate. Listen, you're welcome to call. I just don't want to hear you talking about Jesus, because I think you're a nasty piece of work. How's about that? Is that a deal? No, well, you're anti-Christ. Okay, Ken. And I'm saying that in love and concern for your soul. Okay. I love you as a person. I'm not against you. I'm trying to help you, and we all need help. Okay, Ken. Pride is a horrible thing. It Pride is before destruction. Okay, Ken. You're, yes, you're just you're just you're just spouting cliches now. You're no, not even making I'm, any sense. I'm quoting the word of God. God okay. warns us about. The no, you're not. You're quoting pride. the word. You're quoting the word of um, some bloke from about fifteen hundred years ago. Who wrote it down. Ken, you, Ken, Ken, you, you, you're just threatening me with 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 nonsense no, no, and bile. No, 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 you no. are. You, I'm the antichrist. Pride I have an antichrist pride. spirit. You want to save me? You want you want to get me redemption? All that stuff. It's threats. They're all right. threats, and it doesn't work. With, with me doesn't Why work. Why are you afraid, Ian? Why are you afraid? I'm not afraid. I'm. I'm. Af- I tell you what. I'm afraid of Ken. I'm afraid of um, your poison and your bile doing Christians a disservice. That's what I'm afraid of. Why are you afraid of that? Because I think you're a really nasty man, wrapped Ooh. up in this. Well, no in this. Am I nasty? Because you spout hatred. That's a lie. You it's know that's not. A lie. No, it's not a lie, Ken. It's not a lie. The <laughs> thing is, the thing lie. is, I don't spout No, you do. You're I'm a nasty, lying. dangerous piece of work. Here's the I'm thing, lying. Ken. I'm wasting my breath talking to you no, because you not. are so you're... arrogant. You are deaf. <laughs> you are deaf to other <laughs> people. You are deaf. I love you as a person. You keep saying that. Why don't you engage in the conversation instead of spouting truisms and I things that you read on on about, pillows? I'm concerned about your health. You're God not. You think you think I'm you think I'm depressed because I've got antichrist spirit. I mean that's insanity, mate. That's nonsense. Well, the antichrist spirit oh, does geez. affect your health. Okay, Ken. Um, Ken, it, honestly, you know, thanks for calling. God bless you, my friend. Bye bye. Bye bye, Ian. Thoroughly unpleasant, unpleasant people, you know. And, 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 and let me just stress again: not anti-Christian at all. Um, I'm, I'm still making my mind up what my views are on religion. But I've got, I know, I've got friends that are Christian. I work with a Christian, you know. Um, I'm still making my mind up because it's a, a marathon, not a sprint. But the bile with which people like Ken and with which people like Paul—the first mention of Islam. Right? Because my kids learn about it at school. Do they know about jihad? First thing! First thing he says! And that mean? And that nasty? And that just spreading hatred? Hate speech? Actual hate 
speech. Kev and Paul, welcome to come on. I just don't want to hear their hatred. You know, I don't want to hear their hatred. Um, I do think they're dangerous. I do think that they're unpleasant. Um, but, you know, I've had some good chats with Paul. I don't think I've had a good chat with Ken, but I, I, I could be wrong. 0344-499-1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Uncut after-hours conversation for the up-all-night generation. Late Night Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. People are texting in and tweeting in. It's a phone-in show. Catherine, we've had a, t- a text from Daniel. Do you want to give Daniel a quick call, see if he wants to come on? Um, he was very angry with the way uh, that I handled that. And Del Monte was very happy with the way that I handled that. Um, Marty! Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm all right, thanks, Marty. How you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing quite good, thanks, man. I-, I thought you handled that quite well. Well, you know, I just, um, you know, these, these, these things happen. Let's give um, Daniel a quick call to see if he fancies coming on to put forward his, um, his uh, telling off of me. Anyway, Marty, what you got for us, boss? Um, I was just going to say about Airbnb, yes. uh, and maybe a couple, maybe a couple of reasons about the rejection. Yeah. So I wanted to check a couple of things with you. Yes. Have, have you booked with them before? I've booked with Airbnb twice. Okay. And do, have you been reviewed? I've been reviewed once. Ah, oh, okay, that's, they... that's probably your biggest problem. Oh, I've got no. I haven't got um, an Airbnb history. Yeah, oh. you, they, they, a lot of these people, they because they, they, you have to imagine they get so many inquiries. Um, so what a lot of them do is that they're, they're just going to weed out the people oh, um, that don't have the reviews. Can and I can I buy fake reviews? Have... <laughs> you probably could if you look somewhere on the internet. <laughs> you you might be able to find that. Oh, nuts! That's a problem. <laughs> yeah, so that's one thing. Um, with regards, and is your biography all filled out? You put your you know, your picture up. And I've got a picture up. I don't know if I've got a biography. Um, yeah, you want to do all of that stuff. Um, oh, no, I haven't. Okay, right, yeah. All right, I can do that. Yes, yes, I haven't written about yeah, me. Yeah, get, get that filled out. And they also have um, a section where you can kind of, like, upload a, an identity document. Uh, I've done that. Do that. I've done it, that because one place requested I did you've that. You've done that. Yeah, by the way, people tweeting me. I don't read the tweets during the show. Twitter, I've just opened it for a second. Um, it's a phone-in show, guys. So if you want to phone in, 0344-499-1000. That's what you need to do. Oh, God, people. <laughs> um, dear, people, are, people are getting really angry. Martin from Birmingham and Paul and um, Daniel, who's too scared to answer the phone. And Andy on Twitter. Well, they should pick up the phone and call you, They should they? Get, grow a pair. Grow a pair and pick up the phone. Don't exactly. send me a mean tweet. I'll tell you what, Andy on Twitter. I'm calling all the and I'm I'm calling all the way from Canada. If I can call, they can call. There we go. Andy on Twitter is muted. There you go, brother. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're um, so do you use Airbnb quite a bit? I've, I've used it a few times. Yeah, I mean, I travel a lot down to the states. So uh, have you, you ever know, been rejected on it? Yes, uh, uh, plenty of times. So many times. It's not even funny. Did it, did it hurt you? Because I took it as... To it, unfortunately. I, I, you're used to it. Did it hurt you the first time? Because I felt terrible. The first time, yeah, I have to be honest. It, it did. I was kind of like, well, what did I do? You know? Yeah, yeah. So, um, and w- with regards to staying in New York, um, yeah. my two cents is 
if you want to stay in Manhattan, I mean, everywhere is really expensive, as you know. Yeah. But look towards the top of Manhattan, like Upper East Side, Upper West Side. Okay. Um, and you find things things are a bit cheaper. Um, I know Harlem has a really bad name, but Harlem has. I mean, I was in New York in January. Uh, and I stayed in Harlem, and it, it's really clean. It's really friendly, and any kind of um, anything that you read or hear about Harlem isn't really true anymore. Well, all I really know about Harlem is from American movies like The Warriors, um, which uh-huh. I'm guessing that The Warriors is is probably slightly out of date. Just a little bit, yeah. Have you seen that movie? It's a great <laughs> film, man. The War- Warriors come it's out to play. Yeah. It's a great film. There's a girl gang in it called The Lezers. <laughs> All these gangs. Right? It's a brilliant film. Warriors come out to play. Love it. Thank you, Marty. I shall bear all of that in mind, and I shall write a biog tomorrow. All right, Ian. Good nice luck. one. Thank you very much indeed. Um, um, yeah, what do you want? You keep calling up. This is Paul again. What do you want? You keep calling up. So, because I just want you to know, because it's important, I want you to know I'm not the Paul that you've just had on air. I'm not the same Paul you just had on air spouting rubbish about religion. Why is it important? Everyone knows you're not. You've got different voices. Okay, well, I did not know. It's just... What do you mean you're different? You've got to fill up every time a Paul comes on that you disagree with and say, I've just got to let you know I'm not the Paul that came on and said that um, I like uh, like souffle. I can't stand souffle. That's not really a bad impression of my voice. I know, I know. It's a very good impression of your voice. It's what I do <laughs> in my spare time. <laughs> I hate the sound of my voice. Oh, actually. I know. So do I. I sound like a gay cockney, don't I? I you, need for those. You, 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 well. Um, Robert! Hello there. I'm trying to do an impression of his voice, but I can't really get it. No, you won't. <laughs> it's got to be, it's, it's low and gravelly. That's how you do it. I don't. That's You're how you do it. Yeah, there we go. Well, Kath, look, you've been done um, in um, CFAX writing. Go and have a look. Horsenberger. Anyway, Robert, yes, sir? How are you? How's things tonight? It's, you know, it's, it's, um, it's fiery. Listen, I don't mind Ken and Paul phoning up. I just, Ken does the same script, and I just think it's, uh, as a listener, it's really boring to hear him phoning up Jake and then to hear him phoning up James and just coming out and spouting the same old rubbish. If he wants to phone up and talk about the football or the weather or karaoke, beautiful. But, and also, Paul, you know, Paul, the first, the first mention of the word Islam, and Paul, we're playing Mallet's Mallet with Paul, Islam, jihad. I mean, for goodness sakes, man, grow up. Grow up, Paul. Too right. And I've had some great chats with Paul, and I'll have some great chats with him again. But just the the, the, the arrogance and the... the, the um, it's not racism, but the arrogance and the anti-Islamophobia and the hatred. They're supposed to be Christians, the hatred. Oh, it's disgusting. I think it's sad. Well, I feel sorry well. for them. I feel so- they, they feel sorry for me because I'm the Antichrist. I feel sorry for them. I, you know, I, I pray to my humanist God. Huh? Uh, that they son. that they get um you know that that, that they wake up from this malady that uh, has befallen them that the the scales fall exactly. from their eyes and they realise they're talking um, hateful gibberish anyway Robert so we've got a god called Ian Lee and we don't what blather about it you know what I mean Uh-oh. we've got Ian Lee the god that's not weird so is we it don't... yeah it's not weird no, that's great yeah no. that's your god yes. Ian Lee yes but I've got an important question for you yes sir is there any chance what's actually a that's a question, but yes. is there any chance we can kind of radio quiz going? 
Yeah? A radio quiz? I really love a quiz. I love it. A quiz? Yeah, like anything. It could be any quiz. You could you could name the quiz. I don't know. I'm thinking about maybe name the lyric. Like, here I go, beat. And you have to get the, the end of that song going. Again on my own. Hey, right, go for it. I just did it. No, like, you go, what? here we go again on my own. And you take the mic. Like a drifter, I was born to walk alone. Two points. Oh, so I'm in the lead. Yeah. Um, uh, well, I mean, quizzes, I mean, all, all right. Me. Do you know what? Yes, we'll do a quiz. Have me one. Go. Practice it. Yeah. But I don't want to do a singing quiz, because my voice isn't going to hold out for the rest of the week if I do a singing quiz. Oh. So why don't we, why don't you, I, what we'll do is we'll do a rolling quiz, um, like Whoa. they did in the old days. So, Robert, you can set the first question. What kind of question do you want? Well, all right, I'll do the first question. Why is Toad in the Hole called Toad in the Hole? Good answer. Question. <laughs> It's called Toad in the Hole because it looks like a wee toad. What? It doesn't look like a toad. It's a sausage in, it's a sausage in um, Yorkshire no, pudding. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Disgusting. It's a wee toad coming out of the sausage roll. Absolutely ah. disgusting toad in the hole. Oh, come on. Man. It is a horrible, horrible thing. I've never liked uh, it. What about macaroni pie? Sorry? Macaroni pie sounds like it's macaroni, but it's just like pasta and cheese. No, that's macaroni cheese. Exactly. So why do they call it macaroni pie? Well, they don't call it macaroni pie. I've never heard it you go, called macaroni Greg. pie. Greg's. 98 pence, macaroni pie. But it's it's actually just macaroni cheese. There's no pastry involved. Well, there's a pie. It's like a pie. Well, then that's it's why they call pie. it macaroni pie, you muppet, because it's a pie with macaroni in. <laughs> Right, we're getting away from the, the main point here. No, well, the, the, the main point is, <laughs> you've asked why is macaroni pie called macaroni pie, and then you've dis- just described a pie where the filling no, is macaroni. It's the, word, it's the word macaroni. Who came up with that name from macaroni? It's just pasta and cheese. Why, why well, do you need You're changing the thing. You've gone what from why macaroni it, pie oh. to macaroni. Why is macaroni called macaroni? I don't know. Exactly. That is a quiz. <laughs> okay, it's a good one. I like it. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. We've got two questions so far, um, and you can phone in and set your own questions. Why is Toad in the Hole called Toad in the Hole, and why is yep. macaroni called macaroni pie? No, the pie is not. Oh, <laughs> the pie... sorry. <laughs> Mac- we know why macaroni pie is called macaroni you... pie. Uh, you're right. You're right. Sorry. Yeah. Well, um, okay, we'll we'll, we'll 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 put that out there and see what people say, Robert. Right, look forward to it. Thank you, and Ken as an arse. <laughs> okay, thank you very much indeed. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We'll get you talking. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Feisty. Sh- oh look, someone's just sent me a picture of macaroni pie. Well, that, that's an half look good, doesn't it? Greg's is a very very dirty um, place, and I say that I mean that in the best possible sense. I mean their food is is uh, 
out of this world. Out of this world. Gatford. Evening, Andy Christ. <clears throat> I um, have some questions from my children for you. Okay, yep. Go, go Did you scream? These are genuine questions from my children because I was telling them about your yep. toe. Because a friend, a, okay. a, 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 a dad of one of their friends had a finger ripped off recently. Got, got, climbing a fence, the fence got stuck in his wedding ring, finger came off. Eey. Eey. I know, I, I've not, I've, I want to... Does he now wear the wedding ring on another finger? <laughs> well, I, I, I think Did that, I think you're granted an immediate divorce, a, de- a decree nisi immediately if your finger... Anyway, so, <laughs> I was telling the boys about you. So, yep. did you scream when the toe came off? No, because I was under general anaesthetic. Okay. Did the toe hurt before it came off? No, because I don't feel things in my feet. Okay. Um, was there pus coming from the toe? These are all questions for my kids. Yes, sir. Uh, not from the toe, but from the wound, yes. Okay. There was, but where, where exactly was the wound? Where the toe is now, where the toe was. Okay. So, so once the toe was removed, pus there was coming was a out. Bit of pus. Yes. Um, question from me. I'll have a coffee, please. Question from me. Um, hang on, just, just one second, Gatford, sorry. Mate, That's what okay. do you want? Hello? Oh, for God's sake, you're the new Verinda, the new Yasser, the new idiot. What do you want? I've not Googled again. I do know what, why Toad in the Hole is called Toad in the Hole. Oh! Oh, OK. Yeah. Here we go, fair play, it's worth calling in for. Yes, yes, go on then, caller. Toad in the Hole is called Toad in the Hole. Because once a famous king was playing golf, and when he putted his ball into the 18th hole, a frog popped out and stopped the ball. So that is why it's called Toad in the Hole. Gafford, do you... you, you, Yeah, exactly. I was going to say, do you want to pick this one up? What's that got to do with sausages and batter? And, And what king played golf? Most kings were around long before golf was invented. There's, um, and why is it not called Frog in the Hole? Yeah, good point. Paul, Paul mate, there's, there's so much wrong with this story. You could drive a bus through that. Yeah, story. thank you very much, caller. Um, uh, can you walk normally? Yes, yeah, yeah, went out today. Um, where is the toe? Uh, I don't know. It, probably in a lab somewhere being cut up and tested. There we go. Those are all the uh, questions that uh, my yeah, children happy, have for happy you. Happy to help. Yeah. Happy to help. Any more, just uh, let me know. Thank you, man. Um, I, I know... I think I know what macaroni stands for. Do you mean what it stands for? It stands well, for well, good well, value meals. It, yeah, sure. Most Italian pasta is the Italian word that describes it. So macaroni is probably something like small tube. Because th- th- that's exactly what it is, a small tube of pasta. Hang on a minute. Well, what's a penne, then? A penne for know. your thoughts? Maybe. What's, um... I'm, I'm only guessing. I'm not... I'm, what's I'm a spaghetti, it, then? You're, you're, this is bullshine. What's it? I nearly said the other one. What's a spaghetti, <laughs> then? What does... What's spaghetti? Spaghetti means, like, long and stringy, does it? I imagine so, What yeah. does penny mean? Penny means it, it looks like a, a bow Gee, tie. I, I mean, I don't know. What, you, I'm, you, I'm guessing, because you didn't want to use Google, because we're using apprentice rules. Well, you can use Google, the listeners... We don't have Google oh. in the studio. <coughs> oh, you, you didn't. You didn't really make that clear. No, I know. It's it's kind of um, yeah. Uh, I feel foolish now. Yeah, it's kind of a little. Can bit... I add another question in? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what's the capital of El Salvador? It's El Salvador. 
Am I right? Well yeah, yeah, but, you are, mate, yeah. you're, yeah, you're it, talking yeah. to someone who won Mastermind, and they, they went a little bit easy on the general knowledge questions, but not that easy. I know my onions, mate. Yeah, and your capital C's. Thank you very much indeed. Yeah, oh, yeah, I know this stuff. I know this stuff. Derek! Hey, uh, hello. Um, oh, God, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I'm not a regular car. It's, well, I, I have done in the last couple of days, and you know what, how things have gone. Um, not so great. Probably not a good car. But, uh, I don't know, there's a few things, actually. Um, first of all, the the, the macaroni thing. Um, I don't know. Must be a Scottish thing. A bit like... Macaroni's not Scottish. What are you talking no. about? Oh, sorry, macaroni's not Scottish. Sorry, I hadn't finished. Oh. Um, the macaroni pie thing. You actually do get pies in Scotland with macaroni. And I've just been sent a picture of them. I know. Yeah, it looks great. No, I've never had one personally. But I don't fancy one. I, I love. I'm, I, if I wasn't uh, on a diet, then I would um, go and buy dozens of those on my way home. Um, I wouldn't imagine on uh, carbohydrates on top of more carbohydrates. Beautiful. But uh, I don't know. But right. it's not going to give me the body that I crave. <laughs> no. <laughs> Which no. is a shame, so I crave that body. No, and uh, if you don't mind, sorry, God, again, not a good call. Uh, oh, well, sorry, I'd not an entertaining call, I dare say. I dare say. Um... But, um, you, you, you're right, uh, I heard you say, like, I'm playing, I, I came off the phone last night, and I was like, oh, my God, why did I phone up? And, and I felt the same way the day before, but uh, I felt the same way again today. Uh, but at uh, least you're calling up, unlike these idiots that are sending me abuse on Twitter and text and stuff. Just stop tweeting and texting and pick the phone up, you puddings. I, I don't, I don't tweet, machete don't tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I'm not machete, but I, 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 I stupidly rewatched that film, and, and, and he, he says, and, and anyway, um, this is not advertising. Um, Derek, anyway. you're rambling. Yeah, I know, I know. And we're hearing, are, we're hearing your internal monologue. Sorry, sorry. And you said sorry within three seconds of coming on, and I really want you to stop saying sorry. And I feel it's horrible. I'm very apologetic. No, I know you are. Um, but I think it's unhealthy for you. To, that literally, within three seconds, you came on and said sorry. And um, there is no need for you to say sorry. And I think it's unhealthy. This is Let this be a place where you come on. And, and I'm not telling you off, but let this be a place where you come on and you don't say sorry. Because there is no need to say sorry. Um... So don't say it now. No, no, I understand. Uh, it's just doing my. I know. Mind it so why don't we, for the two, three, four minutes that you're 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 on the phone with me, let's use that two, three, four minutes to uh, very gently start nudging your neural pathways in a different direction, and that direction being that for the two, three, four minutes you're on the phone to me, you don't say sorry. As soon as you put the phone down, you can shout sorry as many times as you want. But when you're on the phone to me, don't say it. It's Try not, that. It's not as close as that. As you know from the last couple of calls I've made, yeah. um, um, uh, you know, I'm feeling particularly morose. And yeah, I'm I know. also messing things up with uh, kind of standard day with these thoughts and then, then resorting to Anyway, uh, uh, can, can I make... Sorry, yes. before I ramble anymore. Yes. Now, can I make an R point? You certainly may. And, and this is what... 
pushed me to calling in yeah. as opposed to just lying there and enjoying the show. Kiss, I, I, I wish I was doing that. Uh, I mean, I, no, I don't that I wasn't enjoying it. I mean, I wish I was doing it with Get to the point, Derek. Sorry. Um, yeah. The religious calls that you've had, and, yes. and you had one after me last night, and you had a couple tonight. And uh, don't get me wrong, I'm, I'm also not anti-religion, especially, and, and um, my head's fuzzy. But um, there's an, an element of of things where, I mean, take Ken, for example. Certainly when my head's clearer. Uh, get to the I, point. Focus. Sorry. Don't say sorry. Okay. Um, um, well, Ken's entertaining. He spouts, you know, utter nonsense sometimes. And he's, he's got his own reasons for... for but he does the same that. calls on, on James's show and on Jake's show. And I don't really want callers doing the same script on my show. No, I feel I, feel I understand. But uh, I'm, not, I'm not saying you, you should let him on, but uh, you should. He's welcome to call him. I just don't want to hear that. Derek, listen, I'm going to move on because I'm late for a break. Thank you very much indeed. I'm going to read out one email because um, this person doesn't listen. <laughs> Martin. Um, uh, this is the only email I'll read out, right? The rest of you, you need to call him. This is, this is, this is Martin. I think we've put up the uh, knuckle-draggers signal instead of the bat signal tonight. The knuckle-draggers are coming out in force. I live in a city today where two Muslim morons got charged with planning to behead and slaughter another innocent member of the public. Birmingham's is not called Jihadi Central for nothing. And for you to play down... And here's the thing I disagree with. For you, to, This is what proves that Martin is an idiot right, and has not been listening. Okay, this is the line. For you to play down and pretend we, that we have no Islamic extremism carried out by Muslims makes you just as thick as these Islamist murderers. You are a fool, mate, says Martin from Birmingham. Let's just read that again. For you to play down and pretend we have no Islamic extremism carried out by Muslims makes you just as thick as these Isla Islamist murderers. Right. you compare me with Islamist murderers. You're an idiot, Martin. And at no point did I say or play down or pretend that we don't have Islamic extremism carried out by Muslims. I, d I, didn't, I didn't, didn't say that. Yeah, we have Islamic extremism. We have um, hate crimes carried out by Islamic extremists. Yeah, I know we do. I, I, I didn't say that. However, Martin, I am not of the opinion that all Muslims are Islamic extremists. I'm guessing you are. And here's why I think you are, because you sound thick. You're probably one of those people that won't eat Cadbury's because it's halal. And so all the animals that have gone into making the chocolate, in, in, in your opinion, have been slaughtered in the halal way. That's probably what you think, isn't it? Do you think that? Because if you think that, you're also an idiot. Go and look it up. Uh, but... To, you've compared me to an Islamist murderer. <laughs> oh, Jesus, come on, Martin. <laughs> Do better than that. Yes, I know there is Islamist extremism. I don't deny that. I know that there have been murders carried out by Muslims. I don't deny that. I don't deny that. Just also think hate speech on the other side can be just as hurtful, okay? So I'm not playing it down, not pretending it. I don't know how m much more obvious to make it, Martin. So... It's not me that's thick. It's you that's thick, Martin. Um, 
do give us a call. That's the only email I'm going to read out because it is a phone-in show. But we really seem to have attracted the knuckle-draggers. Have you, have you, have you listened to all your favourite podcasts? Is that, is that why you're here? Jeez. 0344-499-1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights Ian Lee. On air and off the On Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Man alive, they're all coming out of the woodwork this evening, aren't they? Um, which I suppose is great because um, 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 at least we know where they are. 0344-499-1000. Don't forget, um, I don't uh, look at Twitter during the show. I go on there top of the hour just to um, flag up that we're still broadcasting. Um, and I don't read out emails or, or texts. That one I did just because it was so, um, it was borderline libelous. So I, I thought I ought to address it. Um, don't worry, I'm not going to prosecute. 0344-499-1000. And, and don't send in cowardly uh, texts. You know, you're an idiot. Phone up. Phone up. If you, if you think I'm an idiot, phone up and tell me I'm an idiot, you know. James is on the line. Good evening, James. Evening, mate. How you doing? Um, all right, yeah. Yeah, good, good, good. Um, I've only just caught the back end of this. Um, I suppose I earn 10 pence and a trainer out of what was then Al-Qaeda. I've actually profited. What on earth are you talking about? In that, I was the winner of your shoe-in-box competition. Flipping heck, that was a lifetime ago. I know, Didn't mate. We, hide, know we, hide, we hid a shoe in a box somewhere. You did. But that was that was Golden Square days. Yes. And uh, I was I was living not far from there yes. at the time. Yes. Um, so... Uh, you were you were hiding a box somewhere yeah. in London. Well, I think we hid it in the reception of the radio station, didn't we? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that was basically. But basically, my my point was, yes. uh, I was sort of, I was an avid listener at the time, and yes. I thought, well, well, you can't hide it anywhere because of Al Qaeda. Really. There you and go. Finally, I've linked the dots to a very strange hey. opening gambit to a fun conversation. <laughs> There you go, mate. You don't get ashamed. How, what that. have you What have you done with that trainer, James? Where is it displayed at, at your home, or maybe, maybe you well, you put it in a, a safety deposit box? No, I returned the trainer. I kept the ten pence. Oh, um, and uh, sort of uh, comforted myself with the thought that I'd earned ten pence yes, yes. from Al Qaeda rather than at the time yeah. the persuasionists, which well, were well steady. Yeah. steady. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't have wanted a profit from that. I got, I got ten you. grand. I got ten grand for that. So, well um, yeah, no, well exactly. Done. I got ten grand for that. <laughs> ten grand for six weeks' work. Thank you very much oh, indeed. Lovely job. Yeah, lovely, jubbly. Now do it. Yeah. If only every time I walk down the road and hear in my hands, I'd comfort myself with the fact that I got ten grand out of it. Well, yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> still. Um, we still, still, James. It's uh, it's nice to try different things. Yeah, uh, I don't think yeah. the persuasionist was as bad as ever. It wasn't. I mean, it was no, I'm only mucking about. It wasn't I'm as bad as everyone about. said. Do you know what? I'm only mucking about. I'm going to find um, you, James. I'm going to hunt you down. I'm going to prize that ten pence well, from your you know cold what? dead I, hand. I, I, do you know what, man? Sorry, I I I, I sort of found you. Yeah. Um, back in those days, uh, this was pre-Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Um, and everything. Yes. And so uh, back in those days, um, you know, I think this might have been before kids. I don't know. No, kids but, were definitely um, kids have been around for centuries. 
No. Uh, oh, yeah, no. So, have they? Do you remember when um, I brought in a, a, a baby into Absolute and pretended that Eloise wasn't earning enough money so that she was taking in babies to babysitting? I do remember people, people, that. That, yeah. was, that was my little boy. That was my eldest son, who's now seven. That was just before this, though. All right, but but people genuinely I mean, believed. Like, people genuinely believed that my producer at the time was was earning so little that she had to babysit kids. <laughs> it was brilliant. I, I do remember that. Yeah, and wow. I, I remember when you used to have the old. Uh, what was the fella? What was that fella who um, bought his keyboard in? Oh God, um, he's phoned up here. He stopped phoning up here because he's gone like oh, he's gone he? stratospherically bonkers. That was. Um, uh, Noel Taylor. Noel Taylor. Or Leon Rolliat, which is Noel Taylor backwards. <laughs> yeah, no, that's it. Yeah, he's, no, he's, we... go on. Sorry, mate. Go on. I was just saying, he's, he's, he's called up here a few times, but not, not too often. He's, um, he wants to build oh, a brand, he? he wants to build a Nirvana out of human feces. Mm. Mm, yeah. Oh, that was Leon Rollat, was yeah, it? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, because I heard that podcast, I think, put the dots together. Yeah, 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 that um, was him. So, yeah, when I say I think it was pre-kids, I think it was pre-yours. Okay. Um, and this was in your boom hour X days. You're getting a little bit stalkerish now, James. No, This is a little bit the... near the knuckle. No, come off it. Come on. So, I've won your competition. Yes. Well, it, it, I can see it's, what it's, it's, um, it's affected you deeply. It has, mate. It has. See, there's a, yeah, there's a red card. That's a red card, James, because I'm very strict these days, but I appreciate your call. Call again, uh, next time. Uh, make sure you've washed your mouth out with soap. What is going on? <laughs> one of those. What is the, your cast taking a call? I'll take this one. What, you've been on already. What do you want? Sorry, I've just here. I'll be update. Yes? The panic is over. Macaroni is just short crust pasta. That's all right. Okay. Lucky. That's literally not cleared anything up at all. I've got no. I, I've got. Is anyone. Says anyone paying attention? <laughs> I don't know if they are. I've got no idea what's going on tonight. It's one of them shows tonight, guys. It's one of them shows. Um, gosh, an hour, another hour down. I, I, I literally could not tell you what we talked about in that hour. I couldn't tell you. I've got no idea. I'm supposed to do a little setup and say, well, this is what we've talked about in this hour. If you want to carry it on in the next hour, you're very, I've, but I couldn't, I couldn't tell you. I could not do a summary. Of what we've talked about. Oh, I was compared to um, an Islamist murderer. That was it. That was it. That was the main thing. I'm, uh, I'm, I'm just like an Islamist murderer. Thank you, Martin. Dearie, dearie me. Oh three. <coughs> oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number. If you want to give us a call, you know the rules, guys. I'm going to sit here and talk about stuff. You are welcome to call in about stuff, or you can call in about anything you want. It's been a bit feisty tonight, and I enjoy that. It's good sport. Now's a good time to call. Got no calls on the switchboard, um, and we can ring you back during the news. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. Late Nights, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. There's a voice. 
down the road It's where I'll always be Every stop I make I make a new friend Can't stay for long Just turn around and I'm gone again Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow I'll just keep moving on Down this road That never seems to end When you adventure Lies just around the bend So if you wanna join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel light That's old style Maybe tomorrow I'll wanna settle down Until tomorrow The whole world is my own So if you wanna join me For a while Just grab your hat Come travel light That's old style is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. It's a phone-in show about nothing and about everything at the same time. We look at the big, we look at the small, we look at the medium-sized, and um, we talk nonsense and we talk some heavy stuff, and I get compared to Islamist murderers by, well, let's be honest, thick people. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. Martin Sweetheart. Hello, Alan. Um, I'd like to um, you went talk all... about animals yes. today. Yes. Yeah, okay, animals. Good, good. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's happened? Where is David Bellamy? Is his name David Bellamy? The um, the archaeologist with the beard and the broken nose. Beautiful David Bellamy with the last level. <laughs> he's um, he's still around, isn't he? He's still alive, I think. Yeah, but I mean, he should be, you know, he should be on TV. I mean, what? why isn't he on TV as how he used to be? But Is it because of his nose? Because it's because of his voice and stuff? Because David Attenborough, he stayed the course, didn't he? But maybe David know, Attenborough stitched up David Bellamy. Yeah, but it's nice to see a bit of variety because everything on TV is of David Attenborough's doing it. I've know been know in I the mean? same room as David Attenborough, and I thought, um, well, he just came across as a bit mean. Mm. Yeah. Talking about animals, the funny things that I've seen. Um, okay, okay like um, one time I saw uh, I live in a flat and there's a tree outside my flat, and this cat was in the tree trying to catch birds, and these three magpies were um, tormenting it, and yeah. they were hopping from branch to branch. And it was really funny to see. It. And another thing I've seen also with animals, it's like um, I used to live in a flat again, and um, 
there was a female dog downstairs who was on heat, and there were two male dogs. Hello. And they used to, they were fasting. They would stay there night and day, waiting for it to come out. Yeah. And one day I threw some luncheon meat, uh, I mean spam, some off spam. And the off dog the spam. spam. Do you know what? I haven't heard spam yeah. since I was about seven, right? And I've heard it mentioned a lot. Mm. I, I could murder a spam oh. sandwich. Yeah, when people mention it, you feel free, don't you? I could murder a spam it. sandwich. I really could. I love a bit of spam. How do you do it? Do you fry it or do you have it raw? Um, I used to have it. I used to prefer it raw. Mm. Nice bit of raw spam and a, and a bit of bread spam sandwich. Beautiful. It's a bit. Um, it's a bit salty when it's cooked. When it into it, really. I don't remember. I remember having it cooked at my friend. Um, what was his name? He was um, mixed race. I only say that because he was the only mixed race kid in our school for yeah. a long time. And, um, um, I, um, as a child, I found it, you know, quite strange that one parent was black. I think his dad oh. was black. No, his mum was black. His dad was black. And I remember we went, I went to his house after school yeah. and his mum cooked spam. Mm. And I think, I think I might have thrown up. But the thing is, what did they put Funny. in spam to make it last so long? I mean, they used to, they used to eat like... L's and A's. I believe it's made of L's and A's. And I will not go into any more detail for fear. Yeah, sweetheart. Yeah, um, okay, I'll, uh, so, whilst I'm here, um, I think it was last night, like before, there was a fellow who was really depressed on radio. Yeah, and he didn't know what to do with himself. Yeah. I've got schizophrenia. Oh. And I've had it for, I've had it for 25 years, and I've been on the mental health scheme since I was eight years old. I'm 49 now. Flipping it. So what? Hang on a minute. So what? What? Uh, what? Are eight years old. If you see, so if you weren't diagnosed with schizophrenia until you were what? 20. Uh, I was 25. When I was diagnosed. Okay. But I've been under mental health act for. So what was going on when you were eight? What was your behaviour at eight that made your parents or guardians think, hmm, we should I take know. Martin to a doctor? Well, I was an awkward child, and the thing is, um, I never wanted to learn at school, so they sent me to a reform school yeah. for a couple of years. Yeah. And then from reform school, I went to a normal school, and then ended up in a special school, so I can't spell or read anything. Yeah. And, um, you know, mm. but the thing that, the reason I was so difficult is because I wanted to maintain my identity. Now, the thing is, sweetheart, like, because... Um, now I've got schizophrenia. When I when I go to church, um, yeah. that's where it all started. The very first day I walked into church, oh. the schizophrenia started. Now, what what do you what is your definition of schizophrenia? Because it means different things to other people. I'm keen to know what what it is for you. For me, it's mania. For me, it's um, it's a feeling of not fitting in, as if people feel that you're alien to them um for me it's not paranoia no. um it's just feeling that people think that you're awkward when you're not really but that's the feeling you get your vibe you get voices do you hear voices yeah when i go to church the voices start up here really yeah. do, what do they say when you go to church well they tell me to keep me flat tidy to put on shirt and tie come to church clean and proper yeah. but the things with me my flats are mess you see because oh. um you know but the voices i do hear from church it's like a father figure and my dad he never when i was a child he didn't really want to know me so mm. now i'm a man he wants to know me now but it's too late and i've stopped seeing him because he's you know he wasn't around when i needed him but now i'm a man he wants to why is it too late if you don't mind me asking martin yeah why is it too late why is it? That's a good question because I'm because I've never had a. Fa it's like the voices. I don't want to because it's meant to be God who's trying to guide me life, but I don't want to listen to him because I'm not. I'm not sure 
what the what the end of the the situation will be because he said if your daughter say then schizophrenia will go away that's what he's saying is what the voice in your head says no it talks through like i'm talking to you he puts his ideas into your mouth to okay speak. right so no, the mm. fellow was on the other night though i mean yeah. the thing that's helped me a lot it's like i've told you before i've been creating this universe for me for me future life for me life to come and it's taken 25 years to do it and that's and it's kept me occupied for 25 years yeah creating my universe for my life for the afterlife and i'm trying to say if he can get something like probably try to invent a game a board game or trying oh. to do something oh. and and just to keep just to keep him ticking over because yeah. i was like you said being creative uh, and it's hard when you're feeling depressed but i do yeah. find that being creative mm. is um is uh is a very healthy way if if you're creatively minded to to to, to 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 i just say combat depression but it can be a good tool can be yeah. a good tool you see I take my medication. I look, you know, I don't like taking medication like everybody else, but I take it. And I say to myself, oh, you know, I, I want it. to live in a house, but the government can't give everybody a house. So the medication helps me to cope with living in a flat, you see. Yeah. Um, because, um, because our natural way of life should be living in a proper accommodation. Yeah. And I've lived, I haven't been in, into, say, into hospital for 25 years with my mental problems. And that's the first time I've been in, and I don't intend to go back in again. So it's been 25 years, yeah. and this universe has kept me ticking over. Good and it, it, it gives me, you've got to have a drive, but religion, that I, you know, I find religion hypnotizing. It's like they're waving, it's like somebody waving the hands in front of them and saying, imagine what you're going to live forever. You know, the, but I want to look, I want to see who's behind the hands that are waving. Yeah. You know, it's like if I came to you and I sat with my hands in front of your face and saying, you can live forever, you can have a set, ten virgins, you know, you can do this and you think, oh yeah, that's good. But with me, I don't want, I don't want to see that. I want to look to see who's behind the yeah. sayings of these things. Because yeah. a lot of these Muslims who go around maiming people yeah. they have their belief that they're going to have 10 or 7 virgins no it's not it's more it's 72 virgins that's 72 too many that's grief. too many that's too many virgins. 72 that's that you'd is have, greedy you'd have to have a back of iron to them you know to, yeah. to have 72 virgins that is too but many you see, you see in life you got to, and don't take life too serious because i heard you say the other night that sometimes you wish you were dead i yeah. sometimes wish i was dead yeah. because when I see gravestones on television, I look at them and I think, oh, to think I'll be there soon, yeah. you know, because life is just one hell of a ditch. It's a horrible thing, is life, you know, yeah, and you've yeah. just got to find something that... This is your, this is your pep life. talk, is it? This is your cheering up talk. Life is a horrible thing. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a horrible ditch, you know, that's what it is. And, um, you know, and, and it is a horrible ditch because that's where you end up at end the road. You end up in a ditch covered yeah. over with soil and yeah. in a coffin, you know, and it's yes. a horrible... But you've just got to find... Yes, you're right. Martin, Can thank you. Please do. I need to get my um, laughter muscle, my epididymis working. So, yes, oh, please okay. do. A Chinese man goes to dentists and oh. he walks, no, to, I mean, to, to doctors. Right. And he walks in, and the doctor says to him, oh. Mr. Pong, how can I help you today? Uh -oh. So he says, I've come for a diagnosis on the itching. And the doctor says, oh. You've got a long count. And he says, oh, longevity, no. Yeah. The doctor says, no, crabs has in many. You know what the itching is, don't you? Yeah, but it's pronounced itching, so it doesn't I work. No, but it's just a play on words. Thank you. Know. you. Um, okay, that could have been worse. Um, <laughs> I tell you we've not heard from from a long time. Thank you for that, Martin. Talking, um, and Barry, I'll come to you in a bit. 
344 Speaking about creating universes, we've not um, heard from... Was it the Purple Planet guy? What was his name? Paul? What was his name? Tony? Dave? The Purple... You know the guy that before he was born was given the choice of um, either Earth or a purple vegeta- vegetable planet. Um, but he chose Earth because he liked the colour. And he was going to um, give reveal more of his secrets. He seems to have dropped off the um, the radar. Maybe he's dropped down on the medication. I don't know. 0344-499-1000. Late Nights with Ian Lee on Talk Radio. The Wild Man of Late Night Radio is back. Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. 0344-499-1000 is the telephone number. The voice is just on the edge. It doesn't. I don't think it's going to go. I think it's just going to be on the edge today. I had to do a voiceover today um, for uh, for an advert. And I was really worried because it was a little bit croaky. So I had to um, just just play it down a little bit and just do the uh, do the voice a bit like this. Why don't you come and uh, shop here? I think you're really in just that kind of thing. And they uh, said, Ian, we love it. That's great. Thinking they've got to go away with it, otherwise they would have demanded their money back. Oh three four 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 nine nine one thousand is the telephone number if you want to give us a call. I've just turned on Periscope for the last forty minutes of the show. Why the hell not, um, Barry? Hello, Ian. Hello, Barry. Ian, um, just just a very quick one. I'm, Hello, Barry, my old friend. Yeah, uh, to you again. Hey, Art Garfunkel's doing a show at the Palladium soon. Yes, yeah, so I heard. Um, we're going to try and get him on the show. Oh, hey, I tell nice you, one. can I let you into a secret? I don't want to say it too loud, because I don't want anyone else to nick him, right? There is a very strong chance we might get Dan Aykroyd on the show. There's a very strong chance we're going to get Aykroyd on the show. Fingers crossed, guys. Fingers crossed. Anyway, yes, Barry? Have you finished your Paul Simon book? Uh, yes, oh, I finished it. It's a cracking read, that. Absolutely. Brilliant. I've got loads of... I'm really behind the books. I've got the... I'm, I'm halfway through the new Will Self book, which is brilliant. Uh, not Will Self, Will Store. It's called Selfie. Um, uh, uh, then I've got the Matt Haig. Then I've been sent um, a, a, a PDF file of a book by a guy called Harold Bronson, who started Rhino Records, and he's written about the British invasion of the, in the 60s uh, of you know, br- British groups go, going over to America. I've got, and then I've got to read the Eddie Large book as, as research for the show I'm doing with him. In jo- I've got so much to read. I just haven't got the time. Yeah, you never stop with the reading. On, on Eddie Large, I'm pleased to say that I've got my tickets. Hey, you coming down to Eddie Large? I am indeed. Oh, Barry, I look forward to uh, to shaking your hand. I don't know. Now, <clears throat> I don't, people people are coming, of course, to see Eddie. I am merely a sideshow, but I will be sticking around afterwards. I will be, um, if people want to shake my hand and have their pictures taken, they're very welcome. Uh, I, I'm sure Eddie would like to, but I don't know if he will, because he'll be 76 years old, so he may be knackered at the end of it. But if he's, if he's loving it, and I bet he does love it, um, he might stick around with see I'm, I'm really looking forward to that it's going to be a good night very good night yeah i met him at the um winter gardens he came to one of the um dinner dances oh yeah, um, yeah. as a guest he's yeah, a good real, lad real, I'd, i had spent nice two life. spent two hours in his flat the other day just listening to to him telling showbiz stories and i was we were sat on on sofas but i was i, I might as well have been sat on the floor looking up at him with my head on his knee because it was it was just brilliant it, I, i've got this guy who's you know, from a different era. He'd worked with Arthur Askey. He's telling me all these stories about Arthur Askey. Absolutely fantastic. I tell you what, though, Ian, you've got a cracking job, haven't you? Oh, mate, sometimes, sometimes I have to pinch myself with that, with the podcast, with this, going to New York. Oh, mate, right now, I am living the dream. 
It's a lovely thing to have job satisfaction, Ian. Yep, yep. It really is. Oh, yes. Yes, oh, yes. Ian, just a couple of things. Yes, um, In relation to Ken, I, I, you know, I've listened with interest. <laughs> I, you know, Ken, is he's, he's very passionate, to say the least, and I'm sure he's a kind person. But, you know, when you start coming up with Antichrist labels and all of this stuff, and, yes. and and then this morbid thing about putting fear into you and all the rest of it, now, I think sometimes that they sort of destroy what they've got. They can offer. I think there's a, there's a lot of stuff that they can offer that's very nice indeed. But I'm not going to say again, right? D- d- if I say this again, Kath, tell me off, right? I'm not going to say again that I am not anti-Christian, because I, I say it and people don't hear it, and I've, I've muted someone on, uh, on, uh, and uh, had loads of tweets from people saying, all I heard was your, didn't hear Ken's hatred, all I heard was your anti-Christian rant. No, mate, not at all. I, I, I'm not even going to say it again, because I say it so many times, and it falls on the death bigoted ears of those that don't want to hear what I'm saying, so... But most of the listeners, Ian, would have appreciated what you were saying. You were saying exactly that. But the thing is, it's it's the people, the fundamentalists, It's they're the ones who can't hear it, Ian. Yeah, yeah. But can I just tell you about, it's like the spiritual side of people. I, yes. I have a real fascination with it, because I think most people are searching, and sometimes, you know, you need to be left alone a little bit to find whatever it is that yes. give you a bit of solace. yes. And you know the big fear with a lot of people, and it's used a great deal, this fear about death and purgatory and all the rest. And it is used, and, and wrongly so. Now, a little bit about today, Mark, just one little experience today. that I'm, yes. I'm sure it was purely symbolic. I collected my um, father-in-law's ashes that came down from Staffordshire. Oh. He used to come down to Western Supermare. When you say they, were, they came down, what, were they in a jiffy bag? Uh, well, they were in a sort of a sealed uh, okay. bag. Yes. Um, yeah. Um, they came down from Litchfield in Staffordshire. Yes. He used to visit us down at Western Supermare when we were managers of a convalescent home, and he loved oh. it down here. So uh, the arrangements were that I would... Um, it was one of the things he wanted, that he wanted his sort of be scattered there. Yes. So I picked them up today from the funeral undertakers, a very charming, nice lady. Yes. Um... I put them into my uh, backpack because uh, I'm on my run, and I thought, now what do I do? So I, I ran down the prom because he loved the prom. Yes. I got onto the beach, yes. and I did about three quarters of a mile of the beach. I also put on my iPod on shuffle, and I thought, oh. let's see what comes. Here up. we go, iPod on shuffle. Sometimes, sometimes it delivers gold. I think so as well, Ian. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I do. Let me can I tell you the songs that come up? Please do. Right, so I'm um, I'm getting a little bit of speed up because I like to start and warm up. Okay. So I get Neil Young, yeah. rocking in the free world. Well, that's... by then I'd got down and I was sort of down towards and I'm running on the beach and it was a beautiful day in Western today, yeah. really beautiful day. Oh, so it's very atmospheric. Yeah. Up comes uh, Country Roads, Olivia Newton John. Oh, nice song. Yeah. I prefer the John Denver version, but yes. Uh, and so do I, yeah. and that's exactly what I said to my wife and my sister-in-law when I got back. Yeah. Um, you know, I would have preferred that one. Yeah. So by then, um, I'm, I've repeated uh, a couple of them, and then I thought, now I'll see what I finish up with when I finally get to my destination, yes. which is um, Clarence Park, uh, which is the convalescent home as it used to be. Okay. And I get the final one, and then I'm on the point of actually um, doing the scattering. Yeah. And I get Procolarum, Why Do Shade of Pale. Hang on a minute. You're doing the scattering whilst listening to your iPod? 
No. Oh. No. I finished. That was the last one that come up. Yeah. And then I commenced the, the scattering. Yeah. Um, because I sort of tried to follow the Buddhist persuasion, I worked a little bit with my mind, and I worked on his uh, experiences and uh, and his love of the place, and I, you know I tried to I tried to bond with that. Yes. As I was saying, I think it's probably symbolic a lot of what we do. Yes. Well. But it, you know, it, it, it's nice to have. A I thought your songs were going to be a little bit more appropriate, like um, "Daddy's Home" by Cliff Richard. <laughs> it's only. It's what come up, Ian, you know, yeah. and, uh, and, and to me, I, I can look in there and I can find something. Okay, there you go. Yeah. Barry, thank you for that, I appreciate that. Let's go to Dennis. Evening, Dennis. Oh, truth. Dennis? Flip, I mean, yeah, let's try... Uh, hang on a minute, my screen's gone to cock. Dennis? Dennis? I can't shout. Right, give him a call back. Let's go to James. Hello, mate. Uh-huh. How you doing, man? Yeah. Sorry, I haven't phoned for a long time. That's all right. Uh, I've been in the hospital. Oh, well, what what happened? Um, well, I bet he's lost one of my legs. You what? Lost one of my legs. You lost one of your legs? Yep. Well, well, that's careless. Where did you last have it? I'm joking. What do you mean you lost one of your legs? <laughs> Diabetes, mate. Hey. Oh, now, I'm, re- I'm remembering exactly who you are. You're the fellow that was homeless for a long time. Yeah, and, and I was living up in, well, near Newcastle. And you got a flat? Yeah. Are you still in the flat? I'm still in the flat. I'm well, there we go. moving to um, a bungo. Leg. How did you lose it? Did you not see that coming? Was, was was it a sudden thing? It started to go numb, and I went to hospital, and oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. lonely. Do they um? Do they let you take it home? Say again. Do they let you take the leg home? I asked for that. I asked for if I could have it in a formaldehyde bottle. And what did they say? And got a bottle big enough? No. They said, they said no. no. Why? This is the thing that gets me, James. Right? There's a really good documentary, by the way, on. Um, it was on Netflix. I think they've taken it off, and it's about a man who has his leg chopped off, and he get he takes it from the hospital, and he um, has it um, mummified, but he leaves it in a barbecue in a lock-up, and the lock-up gets repossessed because he doesn't pay the rent on it, and the fella, that buy, he buys everything in the lock-up, sight unseen. Why would you leave it in a lock-up? Well, because he, well, this is the thing. So this if fella... I could, I'll keep it on the shelf. Well, yeah, I, but this fella, right, so he buys everything in the lock-up, and he takes it all home, and he opens the barbecue, goes, flipping it, there's a mummified leg in this, and the film is about the legal battle for the guy whose leg it is... To get the leg off the guy who's bought it. It's a brilliant film. It's a really good film. But um, I, I, I wonder what seriously. the legal position is, James. Because I would have thought if, you're, if they're chopping off... What's a leg? A seventh of yeah. a body? A sixth well, of a body? Blown, isn't they? <coughs> so, they wouldn't let you keep I it? I would love that in a jar. 
Yeah. On a shelf. It would look am- it would it would I would. I would <laughs> It would be an icebreaker. It, it sounds wrong to all your listeners and to you. No, I don't I think it does. It on the shelf, I don't think it does sound wrong. I think it's uh, I, 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 if any part of my body is removed in a surgical procedure, I would I would want that bit of a body. It's my body. I'll start that in the man cave. Yeah, exactly. It'd be brilliant. In a corner. That's your look. I'd bite my own toenails. No, I can't do that. Well, I can well, do it on one nail. Well, you could have done it with. You could have done it if they took it off. You just pick it up anyway. So, um, blimey, how long ago did did uh, that come off? Well, I came at hospital two days ago. Ah, oh, man, how you doing with it? It hurts like I'm not gonna swear. No, like no, but it, well, it. I mean, it it it, it physically hurts. Or the loss yeah, is emotionally painful. You can still feel the foot. Yeah, this is what they say, don't they? You can still feel the ache in your toes and all that. It's Isn't that wrong. incredible? Wrong in so many aspects, mate. Seriously. Yeah. I mean, I might sound a bit slurred at the moment because I'm on tramadol and morphine. A lot of but... a lot of my listeners are. So <laughs> welcome to the club. <laughs> a lot of them are on tramadol. We found out recently. But no. You can feel the ache in your your ankle. Yeah, that must be incredible. It's really weird, man. But no, I'm starting work in two days' time. You sure? Yeah. Wow. No, because I'll do, I'll do mowing, leafleting, distributing business. Yeah. As I spoke to you before about. How do you feel? How, how do you feel in your head about it, James? Have, have you got your head around? I know it's, you're on tramadol and morphine, so your head's going to be around um, uh, Jupiter at the moment. But have you got your head around losing a leg? It's a lost leg. It's what happened. Yeah. But yeah, no. Tomorrow I'll wake up and feel a bit different. But no, I've got me dogs. I can. Let them off to leads. Oh, can so. I just can I just say something else that someone other listeners might find inappropriate, but you'll get it. Right. You love your dogs, yeah? Yeah, yeah. Right. How many dogs you got? I've got one now. One, okay. You love your dog, yeah? Yeah. And sometimes when you got a bit of extra cash in your pocket, and we've all done it, you, you I bet you buy your dog a nice bit of fresh meat or some some, some nice sausages and cook up the sausages for for him, yeah? Yeah, she goes before me. Yeah, of course she does. That's Imagine it. the pleasure your dog would have got from gnawing on your leg. Oh. The pleasure of your dog. I can't think of anything more intimate. That would have been so much fun to sit there and watch <laughs> Wouldn't that it well. have been? Wouldn't it? And I'm glad you took it in the way, in the no, way I, I meant it. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm weird like you, mate. I'm, I would love my dog to go. You come home from the hospital. Here you go, girl. Go on. You have some of that. Go on. Treat yourself. Yeah, if she'd have broken the jaw, if I'd have got the jaw... <laughs> With a leg in it, and woke up with a gnawing on my leg. Well, Kath is typing on the screen um, that sh- the dog oh, would get the taste for him. So you, you oh, for you. Giggled. So the dog. You, you, the thing is, though, you'd wake up in the night, and the dog'd be like chewing on your fingers because the dog's got the taste of your flesh. But um, yeah, the dog chewing on your <laughs> leg—that would be a lovely image, wouldn't it? I mean, beautiful. That'd be so the yellow card. There's sorry, a yellow card. Sorry, I'm, 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 sorry, no, no, no. Listen, I press the dump button. I'm calling that. Apologies to people on on Periscope. I'm calling that a yellow card because you are on very, very strong medication. Don't you worry. Don't you worry. Don't do any more of them. Um, 
Listen, James. Uh, uh, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's good to hear from you, mate. Um, I'm sorry you've been through that, and I hope as the drugs wear off and and life kicks in that you, you're able to um, remain as positive as you've always been. Well, I'm starting work in the next couple of days because I do do leafly distributing. Yeah. Well, so are you gonna? Um, I've got to ask. Crutches. Crutches. Crutches, mate. Have you have you practiced on the crutches? Yeah. You're right with them. I'm good with him. You're a grafter, James. No one can take that away from you, mate. And the dog's good off the lead, yep. so all I've got to do is work my way up to someone's letterbox, put leaflets in. Beautiful. And that's it. I'm off and away. James, listen, give us a call soon, mate, yeah? All right, mate. Take care, fella. Oh, man, alive. Isn't it, eh? Isn't it? Oh, three four 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 nine nine one thousand. Oh, Habiba will be after this. Late Night Ian Lee Unfiltered Night Talk With the original king of unconventional conversation On Talk Radio We have ways of making you talk 0344-499-1000 I really would struggle to categorise um, This evening's show It has been all over the shop There's only another uh, 20 minutes of it to go Before the two mics So let's um, let's crack on Habiba Hello, Ian. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right, thank you, Habiba. Always nice to hear from you. What you got? Uh, well, you know that gentleman who lost his leg? Yes. He can have it. It's his leg. Well, this is what... This, see, this is I what I wondered. But we... Loads of legs, and I, my, my brother's friend was doing some building work, and I accidentally chopped off three and a half fingers with a circular saw, and I buried them. You can have them. It's, it's easy. All he's got to do is got to get a funeral director to go and pick up the leg for him and ask them very nicely how much they would charge to stick it in formaldehyde and give it to him. If he's in London, I'll do it for him. I'm, I'm, I'm blown. I'm, I don't think he is in oh, London. Sorry. Actually, no, no, I'm, I'm blown away by this because this is, this is, this is incredible stuff. We had, you know, Gatford's had his big toe cut off. <laughs> don't. I you give that guy such a hard time. You know, he's had his big toe cut off, and you're laughing at him. You're the one no, giving I'm him really a hard sorry, time. Sorry, Gatford, no, you're not. Like, you stopped him. Did you want it pickled? I can pickle it for him. <laughs> but this is the thing. The hospital um, didn't give him his toe back. Well, you've got to ask for it. Well, but, but uh, uh, do they not just with a toe, right? This is, these are genuine questions. If yeah. it's just a toe, would they not just throw it away at the end of the operation? Yeah, they can do that with any, any limb. If, if the person doesn't want to take ownership of it, then the hospital will get rid of it. Is there like a biffer bin out the back of hospitals no. that's just full of <laughs> limbs? But, but, for example, in the Jewish faith and the Islamic faith, yeah. uh, when someone dies, you have to be buried as a whole entity. So, let's oh. say I lost my leg, God forbid. Yes. I'd bury my leg, and then when my time came, I'd go with it. I can't let the hospital dispose of my leg. W- would you get turned away from heaven, then, if you didn't have your whole... <laughs> bo- no, I'm just oh, a... I don't know. <laughs> just a genuine question, because I've not heard that before. I didn't know that. I just wonder yeah, if no, you... we have to be buried as, a, 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 as best as possible as a whole entity. So, therefore, if you lose your leg, it still has to be buried. You can't allow the hospital to uh, cremate it. Yeah. So, therefore, if Gatford wants his toe, or that gentleman wants his leg, or anyone wants any other bit, you can have it. <laughs> have you got any spare going? No, uh, not at the moment. Because I think Gatford's toe was like a week ago, so that toe will be gone now, won't it? Uh, it might still be there after a week. It depends. Isn't that, isn't that Good. I'm glad you've... Right, all right, fine. Well, listen, OK. Nick Ferrari has a campaign to um, protect our emergency services 
Um, other presenters have done campaigns <laughs> to stop child abuse. I'm doing a campaign, right, that starts here. Catherine, get, get on the campaign trail. That hospitals, when they remove parts of your body, they have to offer you your body part back. You don't have to ask them. They have to say, would you like... Uh, your adenoids? Would you like your um, your foreskin? Would you like oh. your... Well, let's be honest. Um, Cass called it give us our bits, but that doesn't make a yeah. word. It's got to make a word. Um, uh, well, hang on. Knob. Knobs. N-O-B-S. Our bits. No, our bits back, sir. So it's O-B-B-S. I just need something for the N. Naughty our... No, that doesn't make sense. Um... Our bits back. Knobs. The S can be a small, doesn't have to be a word. N- no. Some, please, somebody help me here. <laughs> Habiba, help me here. I can't, I'm trying to think. Well, you need to... It's, it's going to take time to think of a good an acronym, I well, think it's don't, called. Don't go, Cass has got boobs, bits off operations back. That's just, that's just a cheap gag. Although I was trying to think of... Um, yeah, well, Knobs uh, isn't much better. No, Shut up. I, I was trying to think of um, how you could get cocks, but... Uh, <laughs> 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 Habiba, I, I guess on, on uh, the way we're going so far, I'll probably speak to you early next year. Oh, don't say that. For hev- I'll probably speak to you for a long time. No, go call in. I like it when you call in. I always listen. I just don't always call in. Well, as long as uh, as long as you listen. I'm loving your show. You're brilliant, as always. Oh, bless you, Habiba. Thank you very much for there. Take Peace care. Ta-ta. Uh, right, we're going to start a campaign. This is this is actually um, going to happen. Uh, when you go into a hospital and they remove part of your body, whether it be something insignificant to them, like an ingrowing toenail, or significant to you... See, I would... If I... If, d- d- testicular cancer used to be a massive killer of men, and now... I think... It, I, I think... It kills less than 1% of men that are diagnosed with it. I think it's gone from being, you know, a, 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 a killer, huge killer, um, to the fact that because men check in their balls and, you know, and it, the, the procedures and you check your balls, they go straight in and do it, right? If I get a nut cut off, I want that nut. I want that nut. Of course I do. Who was it? There was not someone. Was this in a book? Wasn't there someone who got a necklace made out of their nut? What was it, Kath? Kath, go on. What, you, you... We had a caller at the other place. Do you remember? Go on. She had an. She made a necklace out of her gallstones. Oh no, I wasn't thinking of her. But didn't she try to sell them yeah, on eBay? And eBay said you're not allowed to sell bits yourself. So outrageous. Out. No, there was. I'm sure. You're right. You're right. But gallstones are tiny, aren't they? Uh, um, I'm sure there was someone that made a necklace out of their nut. I'm sure there was. Um, 0344 499 1000. I mean, really, the weirdest show I've done in ages. Late night, Ian Lee on Talk Radio. We have ways of making you talk. Ah, let's go to Dennis. Good evening, Dennis. Good evening. You ruined my evening for me. Thank you very much. Uh, my absolute literal pleasure. What have I done wrong this time? Well, I just put Avatar on and you started talking about Purple Planets. Avatar? Uh, you don't watch that rubbish, do you? Yes, yes, it's entertaining, if nothing else. Well, I don't think it's even that, is it? Yes, it is. I'm sorry, but you're depressed. I'm sorry you get depressed. I'm you're not, not depressed tonight. I'm not depressed tonight. What are you banging on about? 
No, when you said you, you're talking to these people, you get depressed as well. No, but I'm not depressed tonight. I'm all right tonight. I'm surprised that you ever do, because you're always such a cheerful bloke. No, but I'm not depressed tonight. Well, I don't know what... what tonight is... What are you banging on about? No, you were talking to that gentleman who had his leg off and on him. He's feeling depressed. Yeah. I don't blame him either. Yeah, well, he's had his leg chopped off. Yeah, well... They could have ground it down and put it, put it in an egg timer, couldn't they? Well, yes, they could have done that. Some egg timer it would have been, though, huh? Well, that's what my wife's threatened to do with me if I lost out. Well, you don't, don't mess around. I go first. Well, well. That's one of those things. Anyway, it's nice to hear from you again. I've, I've had some problem because uh, your uh, radio ran out of batteries and I couldn't get any. My radio ran out of batteries, OK. The talk radio. <laughs> no, well. Not my normal one. No. Well... Yes. I've got no idea what you're talking about, Dennis. I'm just nodding and uh, saying... You're nodding, all right. Well, go to sleep then, dear boy. Thank you very much. Thank no. you and good night. So the woman that um, re- rejected us on um, Airbnb, I've just emailed her to ask why. I just thought I had to choose discomfort over resentment. So I've emailed her. I've done a very jolly... I'm really sorry to hear that. That's a shame, but of course I completely respect your decision. Just wondering... Because I'm so new at Airbnb and don't quite understand it, was there something I did wrong? Is there any? Is there? Was there a problem with my profile that uh, caused you to decline? Just go ask. She might come back and say, "Yeah, you're a tosser." And she wouldn't say that. You're you're a jerk off. You're a massive jerk off. Jerk off. Maybe don't know. Tracy. Hi, Ian. Hello, Tracy. I think it's great we make fun out of horrible things. <laughs> well, as long as the person that, that is subject to the horrible thing is agreeable to it, yes. Yeah, and I thought he was. Yeah, takes a joke. Yes, but imagine yeah. that. I would get. I'd love to see my dog chewing chewing on my leg. That'd be beautiful. What a picture! What a picture! That'd be great fun. Yeah. But poor um, bloke. Imagine losing a leg, flipping egg. I know. It must be horrible. Yeah. Um, something for your com- campaign. Yes. Our limbs are crying to be reunited. S-O-B. Save our body. Uh, uh, Save our bodies. Body parts. Yeah, I was trying to make... Yeah, save our body. Save our bits. Sob. Sob. I was trying to make a rude word, though. Like knobs or cocks or dicks. But, um... You need B for for body... Um, <coughs> balls. Balls. Go on. Um, body. Bo- body. Body parts are. Well, there's the yeah. body and uh, legs. Body and limbs. Body and limbs. Yes. Hmm. Save. No, it's oh, gosh. no. It's, just, it's harder than it looks, isn't it? It is, yeah. It's really tough, that, to do that. Really tough. Arms, legs, fingers, toes. Arms, legs and whoopsie-daisy, that's what we call it. Yeah, head, shoulders, knees and toes. There we go. We'll get, right, we're going to call it that. Well, no, because then you've got balls. Yeah. Boobs, teeth, eyes. No. Uh, we'll come up with something, Tracy. There are, there are intelligent people who work here. Who loses? That's just typed on the screen. Who loses a head? Um, okay, great show, anyway, Ian. Thank you, Tracy. Ta-ta. Ta-ta. Uh, Kath, do you want to come in for the last five minutes of the show? Oh, three, four, 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 nine, nine, one thousand. We'll take calls if you call in. Well, you won't call in now. You're done for. The, you're done for the night now, aren't you? I get the feeling. Strange old show Nuts. this evening. Really 
properly, I could not <laughs> categorize. I couldn't categorize it at all. How am I going to make a podcast out of that? Don't bother. <laughs> Don't bother. Tomorrow night we are. You'll get to hear the Jill Gibson interview that we've talked about for a long, long time, which is absolutely magnificent. Also, we. I want to name and shame. Um, and I need your help on this, dear listener, so you can start thinking for tomorrow night at 10, or tonight at 10. Um, I recently watched a Mark Wahlberg film. I don't know why, because I think his, his, his films are always rubbish, right? But he's, like, one of the most well-paid actors in Hollywood. But no one seems to realise that he can't act. He's a terrible, terrible actor. I mean, shockingly bad um, he's awful. And it kind of got me thinking, and I, we'll do this tomorrow, or tonight, Tim. Um, famous actors that just can't act. Steve McQueen, we mentioned this the other day, this is what tr- triggered it for me. Steve McQueen cannot act. Awful actor. Kira Knightley. Um, no, I, I would disagree. I think I've seen her in one thing that she acted in. She's good in the, um, the, uh, the Johnny, uh, the pirate thing. I liked her in the pirate thing. Mm. I liked her. Did you call her? Did you like her in the pirate thing? Is that me? No, Kira Knightley. No, <laughs> I thought of it. Knobs. Yeah, Keep knobs. none of our bits. Say that again. Keep none of our bits. Keep That's none noobs. of our bits. No, bit. you take off, obviously, you don't include the of as an O. Okay, so that's a small O. But you're spelling knob with a K, and I think, because I've, I've done this before, I think if it's an insult... It's knob that you're talking about doorknobs there, not knobs, like in, as in you're really? a knobber. I've always spelt it with a K. So have I. No, it's not. It's not. And I've re- I've. I well, then we're right. We're right. Genu- no, genuinely, I've researched this, and and both are kind of acceptable, but knobs Let's as in. Out to the listeners, Ian. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Just spell knob. Knobs. Call me. All right. Hang on a minute. All right then. Line two. Are you a knob? No, I'm not a knob. Well, you say that. <laughs> How it's do you... again. I've just thought straight away, actors that cannot already act. Yeah, that's, that's, t- tomorrow. that's tomorrow, Paul. No, Paul, don't say now. It's tomorrow. Michael Caine. No, 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 no. That's, I'm not listening. That's tomorrow. It's all right. Can I talk about tonight two totally different subjects you brought up, then? No. Um, <laughs> I think that knobs it, it primarily is an insult... And as a penis. You said you wanted knobs. I gave you knobs. Kath Kath wants knobs. I gave you a knob. Is spelled N O B S. Nobody. Help me out here. Help me out. Listeners, do do us a favour. It's not LBC. Nobody orders body sex. What? No, no. I'm just. I'm. (laughs) I'm. What they call it? Spitballing in America. No. Need. Need. Our. Bodies, sir. Need our bits. Need our bits, sir. Need our bits, sir. Knobs. It's the best one we've got so far. Knobs. Hold on, hold on. Sir is sexist. Yeah, exactly. Need our bits. Service slut. (laughs) What? Sorry? (laughs) Need our bits soon. There we go. We're in. Knobs. Knobs. This is a campaign. Can we get? Can we get um, t-shirts? T-shirts. Can we get imaging on it? Let's get Peter in the team. No, no, no. It should be need our bits saved. Yes. Thank you very much. I thank you, and good night. No, well, I thought... No, well... Need our bits. Soon. 
No. We need them soon, otherwise they're going to go off. No, you don't need them soon. You need them saved no. first. You need them soon, otherwise they're going to go mouldy, and I don't want no, a mouldy, stinky no. leg. No, they won't, because yes. they'll be in the fridge in the mortuary, and if right. they're not in the fridge, they'll be in the deep freeze. Right. I... So you need your bits saved first. What about... Then we can pickle them. Right. Need our bits sealed. That's... Sealed from... Sealed from what? Hermetically hermetically sealed. Kath, you've embarrassed yourself there. (laughs) Yeah, you have. (laughs) No, I agree with mine. Need our bits saved is what we're going to go for. My idea. You never said that. I said it was my idea. No, I uh, said saved. You oh, Habiba, I'm so sorry. We seem to have it's lost totally the, the idea. Seem to have lost the connection. Uh, seriously, get trails on it. Get get Peter and the team upstairs to work on that because that's brilliant. Get get uh, the voiceover guy to come in and do something. Okay. Um, and get me in touch with the hospital. Uh, yes, line one. Hello, Ian. Yes. Um, keep limbs in Tupperware. No. Keep. <laughs> Limb. Oh, get off the line! Get off the Honestly. line! Get Honestly. off the line! That is disgusting. Oh, that is no respect. We've had a, we've had an amputee on, and he's just come up with. Oh, I'm not even going to say. Yeah, you don't get containers that big. So well, it's a ridiculous idea. Yeah, but imagine burping that. <laughs> um, outrage! Who was that? Who was that caller? Find that. Get his number and pass it on to the authorities because that is uh, that is outrageous. Yeah, tomorrow. Um, I want to hear the packages that we've got. Um, I want you to do a vox of um, amputees, um, and let's get let's get a leading doctor on. I think I've got a bit of a sore throat. No, no, no. Get, I'm, I'm serious. Nick Ferrari is getting all the credit for Gems, which is which I think stands for Save Our Emergency Services. What's Gems. the Gems Save Our Emergency Services. What? Um, this one works. Knobs need our body. What was it? Need our bits saved. We're doing it. This is going to be it. This is going to be it. This is going to be the thing that gets us into the stratosphere. We can take it to um, uh, President uh, Trump in America. He'll love that. Gold. Well, that um, was three hours I don't want to look back on, to be honest. As I'll be, it was it was nightmarish for me as a presenter. I'm, I'm guessing it was the same for you as a listener. Uh, we are back tonight at 10 uh, with Jill Gibson, the fifth mama and the papa. Actors that uh, aren't any good but make millions of dollars. And knobs until ten tonight. Ta ta. Talk radio, talk and entertainment across the nation. Talk radio. Give it some lift.